Hey, Dat fam, it's everyone's favorite little goblin guy. Oopsie. Thank you so much for checking out Dragons and Things Heroic Endeavors. We're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're interested in supporting us, consider becoming a patron so you can unlock access to these podcast episodes one week earlier than the rest of the world. One of the best ways to directly support us is to rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform it is that you're listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you here during our games. Those are provided by Sirenscape. The app is free. You can use the link in the description to let them know that Dragons and Things sent you. Thanks again and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, it is six o'clock. It is Friday night and that means it is time for Dragons and Things. Heroic Endeavors. You notice with me tonight we have Adam Rady, James Chu. Wednesday. We've also got Diana Restrepo, Adam Kahn, and Jared Hoy. Right. Uh quite a bad cast here tonight. Except for Diana. She's good. Yep. Diana's the only good one here. All right. Uh, that was a Dat Network I joke that, for all of you newcomers. <laughs> <laughs> Things in Cavalosha have finally begun to return to normal. Ever since Lord Velast fled the city amidst a great public scandal, there have been no more whispers of the Green Lady or any other citywide catastrophes to combat. In true HEI form, the company managed to turn previous accusations of fraud and public endangerment on their heads, launching an elaborate campaign to garner sympathy and highlight the heroics of their licensees. Of course, they leave out the parts where they very nearly sold those same licensees down the river as damage control strategy when public opinion was unfavorable. Now, the city faces normal everyday problems, and the HEI contracts are returned to their run-of-the-mill adventuring jobs. Guard a caravan, escort escort a wealthy noble across town, collect 12 dire rat pelts so that Baron Harfin can stitch them into a cloak for his avant-garde fashion show featuring socially undesirable materials being used to produce expensive luxury goods, and just what does that say about how society assigns value to objects, both financial and social? Today... The five of you are gathered in an HEI conference room, and you very much expect the scarred elf administrator standing before you to give you just such an assignment. However, he places the assignment folder down with an air of seriousness that hints to you that something else just might be up. He leans over the table on his knuckles, his jaw set in concentration, and speaks. There has been a murder. (gasps) Most likely. The evidence of foul play is pretty certain. Unfortunately, all that evidence points to our client, Patricia Brandywool, officially from Stayhill Village, uh, originally from Stayhill Village, daughter of famed puzzle box merchant and now deceased Simon Brandywool. The halfling merchant was found dead in his home, the victim of a simple but deadly booby trap. Miss Brandywool stands accused of a deadly sabotage, but maintains her innocence as it engaged us to investigate the matter and matter in preparation for her defense, confident that our that uh, anything we find will actually help clear her name. As for how to conduct your investigation, we have compiled some suggestions. Miss Brandywall herself is free on bail pending her trial and is staying at the Gilded Lily Inn if you wish to interview her. There is also the Brandywall Estate itself, which you'll have free access to for the time being. Of course, if you find any additional leads, you should continue to follow up on them until you feel you have a full understanding of the incident. Do you understand the nature of your assignment? What do you do? 
not at all, but it does sound like there's a murder. Um, murdered. With, with a booby trap. That find is... Out, find out who? That yeah. is what we have been informed of, yes. Located in the Brandywell estate itself, everything has been left as it was found, except the body has, of course, been removed to the Temple of Percival. You're also free to visit there if you wish. Okay. I would like you to take along with you a new member of the HEI licensee family, someone who has very recently signed a contract and will begin his adventures under the tutelage of more experienced warriors such as yourselves. Mr. Stonerage, would you like to introduce yourself to your companions? Um, um. Hi, everyone. I am uh, Torba Stonerage. Uh, and when you look at him, you see a very pale gnome. Uh, and he's wearing hide armor. But the thing you first notice is on his shoulder, kind of resting because he can't put it on his hip, is a very, very long greatsword, uh, like three times the length of his body. And he's like, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm a. Uh, Really excited to be here. Uh, I got a kid at home that I don't want to be near. So, yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm just happy to get out of the house, guys. What's wrong with your kid? Uh, well, he's not my kid. He just kind of oh. appeared out of nowhere. Um, we don't really have a name for him, but he just punches the walls a lot. Oh my god. I know his name now. And he like looks off into the distance. Well, I find this fascinating. I have never heard of tiny goblins adopting children before. That's ah. fascinating. My name is Bonimus, and this here is Philip. Say hello, Philip. Philip floats out and flies. And then we also have our dear leader here, Peeper. And uh, Rius, uh, 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 someone who's going to give me a sample of his brain tissue at some point. And of course, my halfling friend, Oopsie, who does love pickles. I am not very fond of them myself, but he, my boy, he loves those. And it is so nice to meet your acquaintance, young goblin friend. Uh, I, I, I'm a gnome, uh, not a goblin. Oh, that's but... fine. You can identify however you would like. Oh, well, it, uh, bo Bottomus, it, it's nice to meet you. Um, uh, hi, everyone. Uh, oopsie. Uh, you got any pickles? Um, yeah, you, you have, you have oopsie pickle. And he'll uh, reach in his, down in his, his, uh, burlap sack and pull out a fresh Pops pickle. For, sweet. Uh, and while he's handing it over, oopsie looks, kind of looks at your sword and goes, Oopsie gonna drive that sword. Um, and you see him grab a pickle. Wow. Uh, I don't oops. know how you can uh, ride the sword, but... Uh, no, you, you misunderstand. He doesn't want to ride the sword. He wants to drive your sword. <laughs> oh, he probably will, too. Oopsie is a... Is a, 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 a yep, he's very good. Oopsie puts his arm around uh, Torber and says, yeah, yeah, whoopsie, whoopsie, drive that sword. And he starts leading him out uh, <laughs> okay. heading towards the, the I, temple of Percival. <laughs> I, oh my, a halfling and a goblin holding each other. I have seen some sights in my day. How exciting. 
<laughs> well, I will reach down and grab our folder. Okay. So we have all of our information. Sure. Rest assured, we're hot on the case there. What, what was your name again? Oh, me? Nope, the guy that's Jim voices. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of like blinks a few times and says, well, no one's ever, no one's ever asked me my name. Well, <laughs> certainly you have to I, have a name. Well, no, I mean, I have a name. It's just nobody's been all these weeks has cared. I mean, so much has happened and not one person has ever cared enough to ask my name. It's, it's kind of shocking. I just... Well, we're asking you now. Yeah, you know sure. what? We're pretty busy. We should probably go, don't you think? <laughs> and as you're closing the door, he's like, wait, no, it's it's not it. And then he played the door slams <laughs> before, you, before you can catch his name. Did he just say yeah. his name was Nanana? I believe he did. He Interesting did indeed. name. That Strange is. name. <laughs> All right. So All wait. right. So, so let's go see this body, Yes. You can do that if you wish. Uh, you have, of course, the uh, looking through the folder real quick, Rias, you have the address for the Gilded Lily. Uh, if you wanted to uh, interview Patricia Brandywool herself, uh, and you have the address for the Brandywool estate. Uh, you did hear mention that the body of the deceased is being kept at the uh, Shrine of Percival, which is a well-known location. You don't even need the address for that. You could go there easily. Uh, but those are sort of the three places that you've got right now, and it did seem that you guys were set on heading to the temple itself. Is that yes. is that the case? We'll check that out the body the first. Where Oopsie wants to go. We're on the That's case. where Oopsie went again. Oopsie is driving this whole group. He's driving the group today. And so there you go. Uh, you make your way to the small temple of Percival, Shepherd of the Dead. And inside, you find a young man in gray robes uh, who, I mean, there's nobody else around. So he notices the five of you entering. He says, oh, um, uh, what, what can I help you with? Hello, everyone. There's, uh, there's a beast. <laughs> are you here? Uh, um, where, where dead guy? Oh, um. Uh, yes. Oh, no, okay. Come with me, then. I guess you're here on behalf of the Brandy Wolves. And I, I lean down to Oopsie, and I say, Now, Oops, we'll be tempted, but no driving the body. <laughs> <laughs> Not promise. All right, I'll, I'll take a firm commitment to it, though. But, try, but Oopsie, try. Okay, you try. Oh, no. <laughs> He leads you into a cool cellar, and on a freezing stone slab lies the body of an older halfling. Uh, I, I haven't done really anything except use my magic to keep the body from deteriorating. I won't prepare it for burial until after the trial. Uh, it's in exactly the same state in which it was found, So, but you're going to have to be real careful if you're going to examine it and try to disturb it as little as possible. Oh, I'm surprised. Are you familiar with the anatomy here? I mean, yes. Does Percival Shepherd of the Dead normally handle such goblin cases like this? <laughs> That's a halfling. So, I think and I'm... I understand in this day and age, everybody's identifying how they are, but it is a simple matter of an edit. It's fine. I will handle it. I am, after all, a doctor, PhD certified. I think oh, no. I'll f hang around and watch 
to make sure everything goes all right then. But you do, you are allowed to examine the bodies. <laughs> can, can I walk over and like, I'm not going to touch the body, but lightly, like my hands kind of just like glowing over the body and do a medicine check. Would you, you like a, a step stool? stool? Uh, yeah, you can, uh, or whatever. you can absolutely do a medicine check. Yeah? Absolutely, you can do a medicine check. That it would be, that would be just peachy. Uh, 15. 15. So what you notice immediately uh, is that the halfling's face, neck, and shoulder are covered in an array of puncture wounds. It is quite clear that he lost an incredible amount of blood in a very short amount of time. Um, You also note some... uh, It looks like there is a a single heavy impact in the side of his face. Uh, The the whole left side of of his face, shoulder... Uh, everything it's all it's pretty pretty like the the cheekbones are smashed uh there's a fracture in the skull and then there's all these puncture wounds almost like you know what it strikes you almost like he was hit with a hammer covered in nails oh um so this was a brutal death it looks like maybe it was a hammer and nails that made all those holes on his face but it would have been a big hammer, not like a, not like a hand tool, like a big, almost like comically sized mallet, just too big. Okay. Uh, it was something hit him, something big hit him, and hard. Oh, it looks like uh, it looks like a giant hammer. Uh, I saw these a lot in the gladiatorial games, fighting giants. Oh. I- a peek at this here body. Perhaps uh, my keen eyesight will lead me to uh, to the answer. Yeah, uh, go ahead and make perce- a perception check. Sure, go ahead and make a perception check. Do you have medicine? Trained? Uh, sure, I'm probably. <laughs> 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 Says the doctor. <laughs> I'm probably trained in medicine. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I never said what I had my PhD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bottomus fixes his glasses and mm, gives a deep uh, growl to it, and uh, he rolls the die, and it's a fourteen. <laughs> I know more than you. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a second. What's this? <laughs> Was this perception or was this medicine? Medicine. You're the doctor. Whichever one is higher for you. No, it doesn't make a difference at all. It's Let's go with medicine. It makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Like everything else we're doing. I might be tearing up here. Hang on. Oopsie, oopsie wants to, to while while Bartimus is like looking over things. Oopsie goes to the other side of the table. Just kind of climbs up on it. I just want to take a big, like, huge smell, just a giant whiff of this guy to see see what he smells like. While you're climbing up on the table, you note that it is, like, almost painfully cold to the touch. Like, you can stand it, especially, like, once you get standing on it because you have your boots on. But with your hands especially, like, it's incredibly cold. It's It's got to be supernaturally cold. Like, something is causing this stone to be cold. Very likely in an effort to help preserve the body and keep it cool. Um <clears throat> you stand up there and, and take a big sniff um you can see that the shepherd of Percival is like standing at the corner now he's and every time you guys do something now he's like ah hold on. Be, be careful oh I, what, what are you why are you you don't need to stay oh gosh heroes 
gonna, um, I'm gonna go ahead and roll the body. Of- <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no nothing, to, nothing to see on this side. Oops, we'll check oops, out the other side. Here. Whoa! <laughs> Um, just out of curiosity, because you had said 14 before, but then you were asking about what skill it was. Was your 14 a a total or was that 14 on the die plus some? Well, let me just see here. Uh, (laughs) there's an edge, so I'll take it. Yeah, that's a 15 is what it was. 15. Okay. Well then, yeah, you decide that perhaps there's nothing else to discover on this side of the body and begin, uh, turning it over. While Oopsie is trying to avoid uh, touching any part of it with his boots. It's good to um, point out that the reason I have an edge is because Sarah BC1 uh, dropped $41 oh, in it for the table, a sink for so, Jim Jam, nice. and a mercy for James. That also uh, is uh, there's contributed by Army Woman 00, $10 for Stone Rage. So That's I my mom. That's Hi, my mom. See, James, you Thank are all you, like Sarah. plot armor. You don't need plot armor. You've got you've oh. got audience armor. <laughs> Jim Jam, that was a conversation between the Jameses. <laughs> all right. So uh, the body has been turned over. Um, what is is anybody else uh, examining? Is there any other things that you want to do here? I wanted to go up and talk to the the guy that was already in there. Sure. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, was curious, what is your assessment that you came up with with this by looking at him? Well, I mean, as you can see, he suffered a pretty hefty blow to the side of his face and neck, and I would say he bled out, really. It wasn't the blunt trauma, it was the blood loss. The The blow wasn't likely hard enough to have killed him outright, um, but man, he lost a lot of blood. Did Did he happen to have anything on his person? Well, anything that he would have had is on him. We didn't take anything off the body. We intentionally left it as as in situ as we could, or not in situ. That would have been at the at the scene. But we left it as as untouched as we could, uh, just bringing it down here to make sure that it would be preserved through the trial at the very least. So, if there's anything on him, it's on him. <laughs> I look over and I just see them like messing with the body. It's like mm-hmm. I'll. I'll focus on that in a moment. Yeah, Bartimus has just uh, got the body turned over, and he's like picking up the arm, dropping it, picking mm-hmm. up the head, dropping it, picking up the leg, check, dropping it. Check the pockets. Uh, uh, I'm doing working. a gravity test first. Uh, this is very important. I, I don't expect that all of you would understand. Um, <laughs> and I'll do another medicine check here, Jim. Or perception. Okay. It doesn't uh, matter. Sure. Why don't you try perception since you've already done a medical assessment? You can just see if there's anything you notice about the body as you're testing whether gravity affects it, which it does, just if anybody was curious. Well, as Uh, I search over the body, Oopsie has his hand up. Yeah, I was going to say, Oopsie, what do you got for me? Uh, I'd like to use my thievery skill to look over for any uh, potential entry points or residue for poisons, maybe? I will allow it. I'm going to do it. Dude, All right. You <laughs> Norse Foundry black on black raised obsidian die. 14, so 18. 18. Uh, all right. So you are looking. And um, the only thing that you really notice 
yeah, no poisons that you can detect. No, like, little needle pricks or anything anywhere. Um, it doesn't look like there was anything like that going on here. You're pretty confident. Uh, Bartimus, you were, you were in the process of a check a moment ago. Well, you will not believe this, but I rolled a natural 20. Bringing my total to 24. 24. Uh, you're right. I almost wouldn't believe it. <laughs> but I'm forced to because I have to trust you. That's the way this works. Um, obviously, the puncture wounds on the neck and the shoulder draw the most attention. But as you're studying the body more closely, um, you're starting to realize that it is very unlikely that they are the direct cause of death. He very likely survived these wounds, but only for a short while after. You find that disguised amongst the punctures is a very thin, even laceration, expertly made to cut the aorta, which would have accounted for far more blood loss than any of the puncture wounds that you see. You also find that there is swelling and bruising on his left knee, indicating that he suffered a blow to the knee prior to his death. Well, once again, gravity proves itself a constant, and you cannot escape gravity. And the gravity of this situation leads me to believe that this tiny little goblin man, or woman, I'm not sure which... It's very clearly a halfling man. We've never quite determined the anatomy of goblins successfully. I'm sorry, I'm making myself laugh. Uh, Anyways, the situation leads me to believe that this tiny little goblin person was not found, was, hold on, let me try that again, did not die from those wounds initially. Uh, Instead, there is... Uh, just, just take a peek with me, and I, I like, I like wait for everybody to like lean in with me and like, like look, and I, I give it, I give it the gravity that it needs, and then uh, I show them the laceration along the neck, and then I say, but that's not all. And as I all, they all lean back at my voice. I say, here, look at this knee right here. It's all bruised. <laughs> 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 we're we're doing it. I don't, know what, I don't know what I'm doing today. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm feeling rather loopy. Yes. Anyways, uh, look at the knee. It's I see the bruising. Yes. Yeah, you see that, don't you? You yes. all are very keen. I knew I could count on my compatriots to to bring up their level to mine, and we would meet somewhere in the middle. <laughs> So someone didn't want him to walk, maybe. Is the other knee bruised? Bartimus? No, it looks totally <laughs> fine. The gra- <clears throat> gravity test never fails, and I can say without a doubt that these are the facts. What is what does he have on him? Like in his pockets and yes. Uh, curious enough, you don't really find anything else on him. Um, there is actually, a, uh, except for a, a small key in one of his pockets. Um, but other than that, he doesn't really have anything. Uh, he was wearing, I mean, he was a very wealthy individual. His clothes are very fine make, uh, except that now they're all bloodstained and, and uh, ruined from that. Um, but he didn't have any, he doesn't have any weapons. He didn't have any documents or papers in his pockets. He just has a key. Um, it looks like a simple house key. I want to take the key and okay. toss it to Bartimus. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, oh, oh, oh. Okay, a key here. Well, the key to this is 
Well, something we'll have to figure out. Perhaps it goes to his tiny cave where he came from. Or his house. He came from that the he mansion, in. though. Oh, yeah, it could be from the mansion as well. Yes, I'm just uh, hypothesizing what it could be from. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, I say, um, uh, Peeper, using your vast knowledge of, of goblin anatomy, can you tell me, if, was this knee bruised before or after the initial uh, wounds took place? Can I roll up perception this time, Jim? Yeah, you can roll up perception check. Or are yeah. we breaking sure. you? No, it's, you're, you, you can absolutely roll the check. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, almost impossible to say uh, in what order the wounds occurred. Mm-hmm. However, what you can definitely tell is that the wounds to the knee and the wounds to the face occurred prior to his death. Um, he almost certainly died from the severed artery in his neck. That is almost absolutely what killed him. What? Everything else happened just before that. This all happened before his death, so he was probably tortured. Poor little goblin. Is, he's a halfling. He's halfling. I just want to be halfling. very clear with everybody <laughs> that he is a halfling. We get it. We all, we we respect his wishes for you. He's a halfling, and I wink at everybody. Uh huh. In the meantime, might we see the clothing that he was wearing upon entry? He is currently wearing his clothing. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was asking about earlier. Whatever was on this so, person is still on him. So <laughs> preoccupied with the gravity that I, I completely, it's crazy how that happened. Um, you, wait, Bartimus, you even rolled up his sleeve as well, too. You rolled up his pant leg to look at his, his knee. <laughs> Why Bartimus, did... are you feeling all right today, my friend? <laughs> Why did no, no, no put me in this group? <laughs> Uh, I, um, what's happening to me today? Oopsie, oopsie hops down off the table and goes stand next to the uh, the acolyte uh, of the temple and just kind of sits next to him, like watches as he watches, and then he'll slowly just raise a pickle up to him. Uh, takes a pickle and eats it very slowly and quietly. Um, okay, I, now now I will ask a question about the clothing. Yeah, does it does does it, I mean, the clothing's got to be really bloody, right? Oh yeah, it's 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 blood soaked, uh, pretty much ruined. It it would normally be very expensive clothing, but it's absolutely okay. been just ruined by all the blood. So it would normally be very expensive clothing. Oh yes. And, and were we told? I apologize because I clearly am. I, I guess I'm loopy today. I don't I don't really know what's what's going on. But uh, <laughs> but um, was this his home that he was murdered in? I think yes. I may have missed that part. Okay. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, asking the, the accolade, he says, yeah, yes, we, well, I actually went and retrieved the body. He was, he was in his, his study. Um, you can actually see the, the booby trap that, that killed him. We, we left it all in place for investigators. Um, he was, he was just inside his own study in his own home, um, in the city. It was Colonel Mustard with the candlestick in the study. Who's, who's Colonel Mustard? <laughs> okay. Shall we go to the mansion now? Uh, one one last check here. Uh, hang on, and I okay. I want I want to. 
I know this sounds weird, uh, but I'm gonna. I want. I want to open his mouth and see if there's anything. Yeah, that's no, fine. Uh, make a perception check. Uh, wow, that's a 19 on the die, so that's a 23. I go Jordan. Um, you don't find anything in his mouth, but I will tell you that while you are constantly lifting up his hand and, and dropping it back down, you do note that there's a little bit of... Um, it, it looks like uh, uh, some... Uh, maybe some defensive wounds on his arms as well. A couple of scratches. Um, and then like under his fingernails, there's a little bit of, of, of dirt and dried blood. And it's quite possible that there was some kind of a struggle just before his death. A clue. Uh, well, I see they have that the culprit has ground down his goblin teeth, so I can't take myself a prize, but I have found another clue. And uh, I want to take... <laughs> I, look over at, I look over at Oopsie and wink at him, like, like as if I'm very smart, clearly not realizing Oopsie. So I, uh, uh, I want to take... A, I mean... I am an alchemist, PhD, Dr. Extraordinaire, and I'm going to take out my tools and take a sample of that blood from underneath his fingernails. And I uh, want okay. to analyze it in my <laughs> spectral analyzer. Uh, I don't know that we have spectral analy- analytics, but I will say that if you make a craft alchemy check to see if you can uh, successfully sample some of this uh, uh, very fine material... Yeah, I will do that. And I'm pretty sure I get a bonus to that. Identify alchemy. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's just literally my craft score. <clears throat> All right, I'm just going to roll my craft score and just sure. assume that that's, that's what it is. Sure, sure, sure. All right. That is a 23. Is what I'll use my edge. I got another edge. This is exciting. There's real POTUS 98, $5 in honor of Ancient Eddie and Edge to Bottomus. Well, thank you so much. Nice. So that becomes a 24, which is a Manny Ramirez. Uh, you do a very good job, um, despite the despite everything else, uh, despite the fact that almost every word that comes out of your mouth is wrong, you've actually done an excellent job of actually identifying problems and collecting the samples safely. So... <laughs> So uh, you managed to get a little small sample from under the fingernails, uh, confident that you have not disturbed the body uh, in any way, and that it is it is a good sample. I say now, now, uh, well, we're in the we're in the temple. Do I know Do I know any trustworthy alchemists in the region that would have an alchemical alchemical lab already set up? Uh, make a society check. Oh, well. All right, I'll do that. Bottom is rolling hot. Here we go. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, yeah, sure. There are a number of individuals that you know uh, in the business who do some biological work in their in their alchemical studies, right. and they might be able to analyze a sample like this. 
I say, I say, I, I say to everyone, I am sorry for taking up so much time. I know you all have your own leads you wish to follow, but on the way to wherever we are going, as Peepa takes us there, while Oopsie drives the sword, and the young goblin friend Tre- Tre- Trevor, I'm so sorry that you had to witness one of your own lying there on the table like that. And of course, Rius, I don't know why I'm saying all your names. The point is, anyways, I want to take this to one of my friends on the way. Let's just go. Uh, on the way out, I want to I want to examine the uh, the helm on the halfling feet. I just want to want to try and feel it and figure out what the closest approximation I could find would be. So after all of this, Oopsie goes up and pets the dead halfling's feet. Uh, and then I'll then I'll run <laughs> and um, catch up to the group. Um, pe- pe- Peepa, uh, uh, sh- should I worry about Oopsie and Bottomus? It's okay. I will protect us. <laughs> you just look behind Peepa and up, and Rius is just going yes. Okay, I don't I don't feel confident in this group at all. So I tug on Trevor's hand and go, here, hold my pedals, let's go. Uh, okay, okay, I I'll follow where you uh, take me. Okay. He's your size. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> all three of you. <laughs> all right. So you leave the temple and the absolutely stunned acolyte behind you. Uh, And where do you go after that? Again, you, you, uh, I heard Pipa mention the mansion, which is certainly a place you can go investigate. You can go and uh, interview uh, Miss Brandywine herself, or uh, Artemis seems to know somebody who might be able to help. Hmm. Hmm. Should we interview people first or examine the entire mansion? Yes, I, I would. Yes. Oopsie, I, oopsie. I think we should examine the mansion uh, yes. just so we can have enough evidence. And then when we go talk to the lady, uh, we can use that against her in interrogation. Oh, I like that. Yes, yes. I think I leveled up with my thing. Okay. Oopsie, hop on the sword. Uh-huh. And then I, I'll stick the sword in front of me. That, that's, that's not how, how this works. <laughs> I'll show. I'll show later. Oopsie, show later. Uh, and he oh. shakes his head. Uh, new guy <laughs> doesn't know how driving a sword the, works. The mansion. <laughs> yes. But on the and way, on the way we I, can I, stop I, by uh, my friend uh, Dimbledores. <laughs> Dimbledores. Dimbledores. If he knows uh, Harry Plopper, somebody knows Harry Plopper, and despite their disdain for that whole gimmick, they've decided to lean into it. I see. No, I was, no, uh, just, just clearly uh, can't think of other names. He, was, goes, <laughs> he goes back Ted for short. I was going to suggest <laughs> that. To I was going to suggest that all of us go to the crime scene, see as much as we can, and then perhaps on our way to talk to his daughter, maybe that's when we can split. We'll go talk to your <gasps> alchemist's friend, and then the other group can go and talk with with uh, Miss uh, Brandywool. Um, from a <clears throat> from an all-chemical point of view, would I take a while to analyze this? In other words, would it be... Would his would uh, Rias's plan work, or should I 
offered that we should drop the it off sooner rather than it, later. it's a matter of preference either one would okay. really work um you know the the investigation uh it, it reis looking through the file the investigation that you're currently on is all leading up to a trial that isn't even scheduled for like two weeks so realistically everything that you're doing has at least a little bit of time to breathe um so it's up to you except the body all right. Well, yes, Rius, I think that would work out just fine. So onwards to the mansion. Okay. Onwards to the mansion. The Brandywool Estate is located in the Bright Quarter. It is a two-story home that speaks quite obviously to the Brandywool's wealth. It is by no means one of the noble house mansions. However, one could live quite comfortably here, if they could get over the stain of murder that marks it. The inside of the home is an odd mix of halfling and human sensibilities. Everything is built on two scales, with smaller furniture to accommodate the owners, aside larger pieces built for guests. Many meeting spaces in the downstairs favor a larger scale, likely a strategy Mr. Brandy will employ to put his human business associates at ease, while more private spaces, you notice, are built close to the halfling scale. <laughs> um, in the, ups, the downstairs area, there's a sitting room, a kitchen, a dining room, and a pantry. The kitchen has a door uh, that is locked that you aren't sure where it goes, but one might presume a basement. Um, and there is also a, uh, a boarded-up dumbwaiter in the kitchen. What's that? Uh, upstairs. It's a very not. He's not a smart uh, servant is what it is. Is that really no, a dumbwaiter is like a little elevator that you can uh, oh, move stuff up. Oopsie drive dumbwaiter. It's like <laughs> it's like a stupid service. Uh, Jim Jam, <laughs> is is there someone stacking boxes, acting like a murder didn't happen in this establishment? What? No, there is currently nobody here except for you five. Okay. Oh, there are funny. no people here. Do we know uh, if? Um, sorry, what was the guy's name? Uh, Simon, yes. Yes. Simon. Do we know if he lived with anyone else in the mansion? Whoa, sorry. Uh, currently, you do not. You are not really sure. You can make a society check if you'd like. I don't have that. Can I still roll society? Ah, you gotta be. Okay. Yeah, you'd have to be trained in society. Um, okay. Uh, so, I guess we'll start looking. Can we start looking in the first room? Or all the seating areas? You can start looking wherever you want. Um, there's, again, there's the whole downstairs. I kind of laid, laid out all the areas in the downstairs. But then there's also, you know, an upstairs area. Um, giving it a, a quick once over just to, uh, as you're moving through the house, just to see what there is. There are three bedrooms upstairs. Mm-hmm. A st- uh, two of them are closed and one of them is open. Uh, and there is a study. <clears throat> uh, that is very obviously where the, the scene of violence took place. You know, um, uh, just just at a quick glance inside the room, like you can actually see this weird um, mallet thing with with nails uh, uh, and spikes all over it that is like swung down, is like hanging in the doorway, uh, and then the inside of the room just blood everywhere. Well, that's um, a movie trap. So yeah. yeah anyway, and then there's there? also there's a there's an open balcony uh, that that is uh, in in the open room is is the largest of the rooms. You would guess that's Mr. Brandywine's room himself uh, itself, uh, and you can see that there's like a balcony there that you could go out and sit and hang out in. But uh, but those are all the areas that you have to explore. Where does the dumb waiter resurface at? <clears throat> Uh, you are looking around, looking around, and curious enough, you cannot find 
where the dumb way, like in the kitchen, um, obviously there's like, you would send food up, but you have no idea where, like you go up to where it should go, but there's no, like it doesn't go here. There's no way. Oopsie. Do you want, do you want, you want to go down this, this dumb way to, um, yeah. Oopsie starting kitchen. Okay. Okay. You said it was boarded up, right? Uh, yeah, it's boarded over. Can I rip the boards out? Oh yeah, pretty easily. Make a athletics check. Sweet. Uh, that is a dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Oh yeah, yeah. It takes you uh, maybe five minutes of work to just sort of crack the boards and then start ripping them apart. Uh, and soon you you've got this this little little tiny elevator shaft. Awesome. The cart there horned it open. Uh, no, it doesn't look like the cart uh, even exists. Like there, like this, this is broken. Uh, I say to, to the uh, Torber, hold, hold, oopsie, hold, oopsie, leg. Ah, uh, okay. And I like uh, stick my head in and look up okay. and down and see. Uh, the shaft does go up, even though you can't find a place upstairs that it would go to. I mean, it goes up. Make a perception check. You even have dark vision, so this is this is good. Hey Jared, while you make that perception check, I just wanted to give a shout out. Uh, very early on, Sarah BC1 was our bit boss. Uh, she gave that to Rias oh, and uh, Kitsu723 bit boss and has given that to Oopsie. So there are hero oh, points on the board, yes. one for nice. Oopsie and one for Rias. Thank you so much. Uh, I see I have an edge earlier from Sarah BC1 <laughs> that I'm going to use here because this dumb waiter is obviously Oopsie's greatest foe. <laughs> Uh, it's a 19 on the die, plus oh. one from Sarah, which is a 20 plus, what was it, perception? Yeah. 24. You can tell Ooh. immediately that this dumbwaiter bypasses the second floor and goes to a space above the second floor. There must be an attic or something up there. Ooh. Secret, secret room. Oopsie climb. Oops, he's climbing. Oops, he's just like, just gets into the dumbwaiter and starts like, yeah, you have to basically, because there's no cart, you have to brace yourself and then push up and brace yourself and push up. What was the um, rope there? Uh, there is, there is a rope. Yeah. Uh, oopsie, hold rope, Torber. Uh, okay. I'll, uh, you guys were going to up, I, I think. And I got uh, a dagger in my teeth. And, well, that's uh, all right. We're already on the second floor. We're already up here. <laughs> and uh, I'll have a sword in one hand, my feet clasping the bottom rope, and then just kind of like inch myself up. Okay. Um, the size of your blade, um, there's almost no way to like take that with you into the dumbwaiter. It's also, I mean, despite the fact that you are small and it is so much bigger than you, it's also a, even for a, a human, it would be a heavy two-handed weapon. And uh, holding it while you're climbing the rope would be would be uh, not something it, you could do. If you didn't like the sword, Jim, you could have just told me when I built it. I didn't him. say no. I didn't like the sword. I'm just saying when you tried to take um, it into a little miniature elevator, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> uh, uh, paper, can can you hold this sword for me real fast? Uh, I I have some javelins on my back that I'll I'll be okay. Does he have javelins on his back as he goes up the dumb waiter? <laughs> yeah, you could you could have the the javelins. Yeah, I'll I'll allow javelins. <laughs> they're they're gnome sized javelins. Uh, <laughs> Goblin sized. Yeah, I'll uh 
yeah, saw hand uh, Peepa my very large sword, and I guess we'll figure out what's going on. Okay. I'll follow him up. You start making your way up, and uh, you're using the rope to, to climb up there. And what you realize just a little bit too late is that the rope is very, very old and rotted. And the combined weight of even just a halfling or a, a gnome and a goblin is, is too much. Uh-oh. And it begins to Uh-oh. snap. And actually, uh, uh, will you make an acrobat? Both of you make an acrobatics check uh, to see if you can brace yourself before the rope snaps. <laughs> Um, without my sword, I'm not clumsy anymore, right? You are not clumsy while you are not wielding your sword. It's great. Cool. 16. No, 15. Okay. Uh, I have 14. I'm going to use my edge and make that a 15. 15 and 15. You yeah. both begin to tumble down uh, with the broken rope in your hands. I activate uh, my savior spike. Oh, what does that do? This pyramid-shaped spike is attached to an armor's chest piece. When you activate the spike, it shoots forth a strand of force to help you gain purchase when you attempt to grab an edge but haven't rolled yet. There is no edge to grab, so that is not an action you would be able to take here. So you can keep your your thing, although that is a really cool item. Well, now, hold on a second. He's going to pass the ledge, isn't he? Uh, Not really. The ledge he came in on. He'll pass it. Uh, no, he's going to land about right there. It doesn't go any deeper. Oh, grab I mean. that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, the important thing is that Mr. Mr. Stone Rage is going to take, uh, let's see, five points of falling damage from landing on his back. Oh. And then, oh, no. <laughs> oopsie, is oh. going to land and take... Uh, six points of falling damage. Treat that as half its distance. Uh, okay, so I will actually reroll that to just one d6, and that'll be uh, three points of falling damage, which you also deal to Mr. Stone Rage when you land on oh. top of him. <laughs> and you realize oh. what an excellently great <clears throat> thing it is that you didn't have that giant sword on you while you were trying to climb, because otherwise, Oopsie would have been riding that. Floor just here from within the wall, just Oopsie, <laughs> Oopsie, you weigh so much. Oh my god! Well, that's and, what it's a and as we are dealing, idea. as all of that commotion takes place, let's actually re- rewind maybe five <laughs> or ten minutes and go back upstairs where we had Bartimus and I believe Rias were hanging out. Yes, me too. I was going to go upstairs. Oh, but you had taken the sword. Did you take the sword with you just upstairs? Yes. You just drag it. I so it's a it huge sword, and like you have a lot of trouble holding it. All right. And you basically just have to drag it behind you, and you're leaving this big like scratch divot in the floor <laughs> as you carry it with you. Uh, and then on every single step up the stairs, like thunk chunk, and you have to yank it out of the stair and thunk chunk, right. and well, I, I do stair. have it in a sheath. I specifically bought a sheath for it. No, 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 no. My way is more funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll accept that. You move as fast as Harry Plopper. Yeah, right? But, but you get out. No, you, you get up there. Um, and you, you guys just, it's just, I just like the image of this leaf girl. <laughs> 
with this just sword that's way too it's just too much it's too much for trevor stone rage it's way too much for for you you have uh, no idea how <laughs> he handles this blade it's because it, it's just it's it's too big it's too much sword mm-hmm. um you have no idea how he how he manages to swing it around but he does somehow apparently mm-hmm. uh but anyway you guys are upstairs where what are you doing while you're while you're up here um, I was going to go check. You said uh, the balcony to this area yeah, was open, sure. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to go check out the balcony, see if there's bloody handprints or if there, there's anything of like somebody climbing up the side into this open balcony if it was forced open. Okay, sure. Uh, make a perception check. The balcony as you're looking around. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, it does not look like there are any signs of forced entry. Uh, the balcony doors are closed and locked. They, of course, lock from the inside. Uh, the glass is not smashed. There are no windows that are unlocked that would provide entry. No signs of forced entrance anywhere. Does not look like uh, anything like that happened here. I'll begin uh, checking out this the uh, booby trap. The uh, booby trap. I feel like uh, what I'm most curious about initially, just upon first glance, is this, by the sounds of it, if this is a giant thing, was it already built into the house? In other words, was this his booby trap that he set off? Sure, go ahead and make a uh, craft would work, thievery would work, uh, or just something like a lore engineering type of check, if you've got that. Okay. That was not as good as other rolls. <laughs> Bottomus is back. Uh, let's go with 10. 10. Let's go with 10. Uh, really difficult to tell. Um, the only thing that you note uh, is, is that uh, it's a nasty-looking booby trap designed to uh, uh, hurt people. Uh, how is it activated? Can I tell that? Or am, am I basically out of luck with the booby trap and I should just move on to something? I mean, the, the only way that it possibly could work is if, like, uh, if it were, if it were connected to the door, uh, and the door opening causes it to swing down. I mean, that's the only thing you could think of. Where is the blood? Uh, sure. Make a perception or survival check. <clears throat> yep. All right. Here we go. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, dear me. Bottom is sure is back. That's a one on the die. So there's a five. I don't know where I am. Who turned out the lights? <laughs> uh, the answer to where is the blood? Everywhere. Everywhere. You walk into the room. Now it's on your shoes. Uh, you you like lean on the wall. Now it's on your hands. You like oh, you try to. <laughs> it's now on your shirt because you're trying to brush it off of your hands. Oh, it's a me. mess. There's oh, blood me. everywhere. I, I, I begin. I don't know. Oh, oh no, it's on me. Oh, like in your I, eyes. I actually start like it gets in my eyes, and I I start trying to go down the stairs looking for the washroom, but I find a plant. Luckily, and on that plant, I start no! trying to wipe off. <laughs> Oh, oh, dear me, people. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Could you steer me towards the washroom? I, I seem to have gotten some evidence in my eyes. Uh, uh, so how you far down, the down to the did kitchen. you find her? Um, you guys get back down into the kitchen so that Bartimus can start washing the blood off of him. And right about that time, you hear, whoopsie, uh, and this like 
oh. puff of dust comes shooting out of the dumbwaiter <laughs> as, as moans of pain and agony uh, filter through the room. Uh, it looks like Trevor Stone Rage and Oopsie's investigation of the dumbwaiter is over. You guys are now all back in the kitchen, having all having each group having thoroughly failed at their tasks. What do you do now? I'm going to grab my sword again and go. Okay. Uh, thanks. Thank you, Peepa. Uh, I've uh, yep. For some I'm reason, I couldn't sure bring it up there. At the top of the stairs. <laughs> Peepa, where's my sword? Um. <laughs> The top of the stairs is so heavy, I made dents in the steps. Shh, don't People wouldn't have been lighter for you to drag it back down? Well, someone was covering me in blood. Oh, I'm so sorry. This evidence just gets everywhere. Did you, did you, did you find anything useful before you were blinded? Oh, dear me, there was blood everywhere. Uh, I'll walk upstairs real fast and grab my sword. I, yeah. If I didn't know better, yeah, I'd say yeah, uh, back down. I'd say yeah. something larger than a goblin was murdered up there. There was so much blood. Um, Before I waste your time, Jim, and everyone's time, <laughs> is it worth Oopsie climbing up this thing again? Because that's what he wants to do. You can. Uh, you would just have to do the the brace and scoop. Yeah, uh, you don't have the rope anymore. But yeah, you can, uh, you can attempt it. Oopsie, you you're on your scoop. own. I refuse to go behind you again. You're upstairs. Get out of here. I came back down. Brace and scoot, Jim. I'll probably, I'll probably wave to them in the kitchen as I go past. I'm going to... You know what? I, I feel that I could help Oopsie a little bit more. And by I, I mean my friend Philip. So I'm going to have Philip. Because Philip flies. Uh-huh. He's just going to fly underneath Oopsie and just sort of gently push him up. It will do, <laughs> it will do absolutely nothing mechanically, but it will be cute. It will be funny if he fails horribly too and crushes oh Philip. My God. Uh, I'll Dust. stick my hand on Oopsie's head and cast guidance on him. Give me a okay. plus one. Okay. okay. All right, Oopsie. Uh, you're going to need. Uh, we'll call this athletics. I think this is yeah. Climbing athletics. is athletics. Got it. You know. Oh, ooh, 19 on the die. Beautiful. Nine plus five. 24. Matt Baker. Nope. 20. Five because of guidance. Diana, was there something you were trying to say and we were talking over you? No, I was just gonna say, you know, you could leave you could let the leafy uh the leafy uh let she do it because she won't take falling damage, but this is more comical, so please go ahead and go up. Also, I very rarely take falling damage. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he doesn't either. I was just gonna make a joke, but <laughs> I think so. Oh, you can fly, can't or you can glide, can't you? I can glide down, yeah. You guys might be comically inept investigators, but when it comes to falling off of things, <laughs> You're almost invincible. Yeah. Uh, however, you don't have to worry about Oopsie falling because he scoots and braces like a champion. Ah. Uh, and in in but near moments, you have come to the far end of the dumbwaiter. There is like a little door. It doesn't look like this end has been boarded up. Um, what do you do? Um, great work, Philip. I'm going to stick my head in there and go, do you need lights? No, no, oopsie got, oopsie see. Okay. Um, I I feel like he'd just fling the thing open. Sure. I don't think he'd be careful about it. I don't think he'd be careful at all. <sighs> um, it does look like you are looking into uh, an attic. But it is uh, it is a very small sort of space uh, with the, you know, the, the really low sloped roof. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like 
Uh, it's actually been converted into a small bedroom. Whoever was using it, however, does not, does not appear to have kept it in very good order. There is a musty animal odor here, and the bed looks like it has been shredded and converted into something of a nest. Uh, and obviously, you are looking at all of this from... Like, the, the part of my description is there's a dumbwaiter, but you're looking into the room from the dumbwaiter. So, yes, there you are. Um, I want to shout down. Um, is, 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 like, nest secret room? Um... Usually, nest secret rooms are secret. Yes, you 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 come up. Oopsie, oopsie, go in. You come up. Yeah, well, said there was a. Sorry. Oh, I, do I fit in the dumb waiter? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a tight squeeze for you. Um, but you could you could do it. Oh my my old bones need one of Bartimus's invigorating potions, and I I take a I take a swig of something, and I am emboldened. Don't worry, Jim. What I drank was water, but I'm emboldened, regardless. <laughs> and uh, I I start climbing. I say, Philip, Philip, come here and help help your dear friend. Where you go, I'll stick my hand on him and cast guidance upon him as well. Guidance Great. as well. Okay, oopsie, what are you doing at this point? Are you waiting for everybody to climb up, or are you I just would, heading into the room? I would go into the room to clear the space. Sure. Right there. Um, I don't know that I'd go poking around in the room, but I'd, yeah. I'd take it in rather than wait for it. Sure. You hop into the room, oh. and uh, you look down below, and you can see that... Uh, the the light sort of uh, fades away as as it is filled with the bulk of Bartimus who is trying to shove himself into the dumbwaiter uh, and make his way up. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a little bit tougher for him than it would for you, uh, being a smaller creature. But uh, but he might be able to make it if he can if he can pass the old athletics check. Um, but before he does that, as you are standing there you begin to hear the sound of scuttling claws and the squeaking uh, of some things of small vermin as you look around and you see that across the room from this bedding, from boxes and bags that are stacked up, from the rotting furniture, uh, these tiny, furry, nasty, toothy little rats come scuttling forward and rush towards you in a swarm and oh, no. it is time for us all to roll initiative. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh. Oops, he gonna get bited! Now, I believe that uh, your guidance gave me a plus one, is that correct? Yes. Well, then, my athletics check, which I rolled an 18 on, comes out to 19. <laughs> hey. That's Bartimus rolling hot tonight. Uh, but then my initiative, would I be adding my athletics, Jim, because I'm climbing? What would, what would my initiative be? Uh, I would say that your athlete, yeah. So, so basically you would have rolled initiative. Like I had, you would have rolled initiative before starting to climb. So uh. you can make it be athletics. That's fine because that's what you're trying to do. Uh, but you could also use perception because theoretically, before, as these creatures are emerging, you don't even realize there's a threat. You don't realize there's a threat until Oopsie, you know, screams out. So perception makes sense as well. So it's either athletics or perception. I'll let you choose. Oh, I'll choose the perception one. Uh, okay. That'd be a 15. 15. For Bartimus. So you do hear the scratching and the squeaking 
You realize there's something going on up there, and you better get up there fast to help. Quick, get a sample, oopsie. Uh, Trevor. <laughs> uh, 13. 13 for you Trevor. Right? For, uh, your huh? for initiative, it's perce- or plus perception. Yes, perception for, okay. for initiative. Yeah, then th- uh, 13. 13 for Trevor. Uh, Pipa. 27. Whoa! I know. People roll. I rolled a 19. Plus Whoa! 19. Uh, Rias, 22. And oopsie. 12. Oh no, oopsie. Yup. Oh no. Well, oopsie yells that he's gonna get bited, and you realize that uh, he may have found himself in a spot of trouble. However, currently, um, Bartimus is in the process of shoving himself into the dumbwaiter, so you don't really have any way to climb up there. Yeah. Is there anything else that you'd like to do? What? What? How can you help? Can I? You said there was a door in the kitchen, correct? Uh, there is a door in the kitchen. Yes. Can I uh, run to the door, walk outside, and look up? So you oh you run to the door uh-huh. with one action. You fling open that door, um, but you realize very quickly that it's not a door to the outside. It is a door to a set of stairs that lead down. Oh. I'm going to shut that. <laughs> Great. Uh, that is your third action. The door is shut. Uh, after that, Rias, you're in the same boat. What do you do? Uh, uh, I'm actually going to head back upstairs and see if I can get onto the balcony and maybe find a way up to the, the roof. Okay. Uh, I would say that it would take you all three actions just to okay. get to the balcony. Sure. Uh, and that is a door that is closed. So next turn, you'll be able to open the door and move your way. But if but running out of the kitchen, running up the stairs, and then running into that room, into that, sure. that main bedroom, sure. uh, will be your whole turn. Uh, and after that, it becomes my turn. And the rats, the hungry rats, begin swarming towards you, Oopsie. Uh, and they very quickly surround you. And they do indeed begin biting you. Uh, as a single action, every enemy in the swarm space takes 1d6 piercing damage, which I will deal to you. You're gonna die. You take five points of piercing damage, and you need, uh, but you can attempt a uh, basic reflex save. So you can try to avoid some of that damage with a save. I don't roll an attack, but you get to roll a save. And this is just, um, just straight die? Uh, no, this is a basic reflex save. So it's a reflex save. Uh, 18 on the die plus oh. a lot. Uh, eight. So 26. 26. Uh, yeah, that is a success. Uh, you're actually going to take half damage. So only three points of damage as the riot rats just bite, 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 bite. Um, and that was one action to move to you, one action to nibble. They will go ahead and take their third action to continue nibbling, requiring a second save. Uh, while you roll that save, I wanted to shout out to Scott Danuzo, who gave you a re-roll because hey. he the bit boss. Well, you. gave you a hero point, really. I'm going to need it. Uh, 14 on the die plus 8, 22. 22, that's another success. So you are only going to take half damage. That is one point of piercing damage from their third action, which is just to nibble, nibble, nibble. Uh, so they swarm all over you, biting, scratching, clawing, trying to get into your armor. Uh, and then it is Bartimus's turn. Oh, dear me, I hear commotion. Here I come. Uh, Philip, Philip, push, push faster. We have to get up there. So I will use that climb check to, to climb. 
James Rodehaver. Begin climbing. How far do I get with my three actions of climb? Uh, well, one action of climb is going to get you 10 feet up. Uh, and so you're going to have to keep climbing. Go ahead and make another athletics check. As you oh, to... you would like checks on each time because oh, yeah. I recall that Oopsie only rolled one check to climb up there. <laughs> hey, if but you want, if you I'm want noticing. to move intentionally, slowly, and carefully to not have to roll any more checks, I will allow that. Yes. But don't expect to get there anytime yep. soon. Oh, that's okay. I'll roll that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> there okay. will be there will be no other way Bottomus will get up there. I'm okay. going to convince he's not coming back down. So, so no problem. You just you just slowly begin making your way up. You get no further than you currently are. However, easy, you have to really more chances. We easy, will get up easy, there. Desert. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> safe and sound. We will get up there. Uh, oopsie! You maintain the you you keep driving that room, and I'll be there soon. Um, They'll be there soon. Hey, so I don't know if you want to retroactively turn this on, Jim, but Sarah BC1 just donated $75 uh, for a wild magic. Hashtag Bartimus. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't be understand why why I, was uh, I was targeted. I don't know. Do we want to do it now or do we want to do it later? Sarah, uh, I'm just a yeah. simple bottomist. I don't know why you target me. <laughs> Bring it on, though. Bring it on. Bottomus can handle it. He's fine. Go ahead. Hey, Bartimus, Bartimus wants to get hit right now, so Bartimus will get hit right now. Uh, Bartimus, roll a 1d6. All right, here we go. Do I want high or low, James? Doesn't matter. They all roll low. They're all just whatever. <laughs> they're just whatever, Brady. And they do roll low. That's a, that's a one. Okay. Um, this one is called I'm the GM now. <laughs> At the beginning of any opponent's turn, you may engage in a contest of wills, making a wisdom check against that creature's will DC. Uh, on a critical success, you get to dictate two actions that that creature must take if they are able. Uh, if they're unable to take an action, then they simply waste an action doing nothing. On a regular success, you dictate one action the creature takes if able. However, on a failure, the creature is hasted one for that turn, and on a critical failure, the creature is hasted two. Oh no. Ooh. Well, oopsie, it's good that your friend Bottomus is here. I think to myself, very hard about what <laughs> happened, and on the enemy's turn, we'll find out what will happen, won't we? Uh, <laughs> Trevor Stone Rage, it is your turn, and you can see Bartimus very slowly, very methodically begins shimmying his way up the up the shaft, and you realize that like you're never going to get to the fight if he's doing this. What are you going to do? Um, I want to run upstairs and see if there's like a door leading to the attic. Sure. Uh, so two actions get you upstairs. Uh, okay. Then you can make a perception check as a to, as a seek action. So go ahead and make a perception check. That that's a one. It's a one. Uh, I mean, you're you're just it's a so six, six in total. You're so distracted, uh, you don't notice anything. Uh, maybe there's something there, maybe not, but you just like you're just almost in a panic, uh, and you, you realize this is your first day on the job. Like you can't you can't let Oopsie die. Like that'll, that'll come really bad on your reviews. Your quarterly reviews are going to be a disaster, <laughs> uh, and you're just too distracted to really notice anything. Oh my god! Um, uh, I had to get part of this group. 
after Trevor, it is Oopsie's turn. Okay. Um, am I hindered in any way? No, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't otherwise hinder you, except for the fact that the rats are just uh, bad and well, mean. I'm gonna assume that my glaive was left down at the bottom, mm-hmm. because if he had to drop his sword, I probably had to drop my glaive. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna draw my short sword. One. Okay. Uh, second action, I'm gonna try it. Just a, a slash at it. Okay. I'm going to use uh, an edge that was uh, graciously donated from Crossbones AE. He gave an edge to myself, Diana, and Khan. He gave hey. Rainy James a sink. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to use this edge okay. and uh, hopefully not die. Hey, awesome. Now, so it was a 19 on the die before the edge. Does the edge okay. make it a natural 20? No, that's not how I just work. Um, <laughs> 28 to hit. 28 to hit is still a critical success. Yes. Nice. I, nice. Good damage. Nice work. I hate swarms, Jim. I hate them. Not the best damage. Only 10. 10 points of damage. You know, you you aim true. You sort of wait for for the rats uh, to, to, to stop moving just for an instant and try to swat, swipe through as many of them as you can, and you feel like it's a good hit. However, I mean, you're attacking a swarm of rats. It's so difficult to, to stab a swarm or slash a swarm. So while you do deal some damage, it does look like it is not as good as it uh, should have been. However, my third action, am I able to move out of... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I will take my 25 feet, basically okay. just run to the other side of the room, panic screaming. Okay. Sure. Oopsie, no bite! Uh, you run to the other side of the room, and you actually hear the crunch of glass under your feet, uh, and you realize that uh, you look down really quick at a glance, and uh, I'll give you a free thing. Uh, you notice that there's this square in the floor that looks a lot like maybe like a like a, uh, a trapdoor, and around the trapdoor there is this tar and broken glass has been like like glued to the floor with this tar all around this. Now with your boots on, not a problem. Uh, you just sort of crunch through it, uh, but you do note the door there. So like if someone came up and tried to lift themselves up, they. You feel like if you just like didn't know it was there and and clamped down on that glass, boy, would it hurt! Oh, would it hurt so bad! Interesting. Uh, but now it is Peepa's turn. Uh, I look in and I still see that uh, Philip is still trying to help Bartimus, and I just see a little teddy bear butt. So then I follow the other two boys to try to run up the stairs as well. Okay. Uh, with two actions, you can get to Trevor, who is like frantically looking around in a panic, like, where's the door? Where's the door? Where's the door? Where's the door? Uh, but he's just, he's clearly like, he needs to take a breath. Could I make uh, you a... could, you could Sorry. continue, you could help him like by making a seek action here, yeah. or you could keep going. You know that Rhea, so you can see he's in a different room. Uh, let me make a seek action. Okay, so you take your third action to seek. Wait. And what do I add to that? Perception? Perception, yeah. yeah. Uh, eight plus six, I'll use my edge. Fifteen. Fifteen. 
15 uh yeah you actually note that there is a, a uh like a hatch door in the ceiling here that you, oh. if you jumped up and you could pull it down it doesn't look like there's a like there's a, like you would have it, it no no you could you could get it you could get it i forgot yeah never mind sorry okay you i can get it i would shout to the boys over here the door pull can I reach it? I'm so tiny. Yeah, you can. You can, but but the ceilings are actually pretty low here because again, this is this this. Oh yeah. Overall, the home was built for a halfling to live in. Um, okay. So. So yeah, I, you could reach it, uh, but it you've used your that? third action. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Rias, though, you do hear Peepa's voice behind you. Right. Uh, she's <laughs> saying there's a door, but you're um, also at a door. So what do you do? Well, if if she. Well, what, what did you shout? You said there's a door over here. Uh, yeah, there's a yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I would uh, if they think they found something. I would run into that room with them. Sure. So you just move back out to the hallway for with one action. You can see Peepa is like pointing at the door. Okay. Uh, you can see now she's pointing it out, so you can see it there. Okay. I'll I'll walk up to it and yeah. I'll I'll attempt to open it. Push yeah. Open. I mean, your your head almost like there's only a, like an inch or two between your head and the ceiling. Uh, so so you just grab it and pull it down. There's okay. a there's a door there. Um, uh, there's no ladder or rope or anything. You would just have to like haul yourself up into the room before beyond. But now that you are there, uh, even just standing there, you look up, uh, you see like a flash of movement. You hear oopsie, uh, like grunting and straining above you. And you can hear the squeak of the rats. Like this is the attic. Like you found the access. <clears throat> uh, but that was the second action. So you have a third one. Oh, um, I would look be like, uh, Trevor, do you want to, do you want, do you want me to lift you up inside? Uh, oh yeah, totally. Just, uh, ups, upsies. Upsies? Upsies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just grab Trevor underneath the armpits and raise him up to the hall. <laughs> okay, make an athletics check. <laughs> oh boy. Please go as well as Wednesday. <laughs> but I'm not that kind of character. Uh, I'm going to use my... Uh, I got an edge, don't I? Yeah, you have some. Yeah. I got an edge. Let's do it! Um, That's going to be a 14? 14. Uh, okay. I mean, Trevor is, is a dense gnome. Uh, a lot of muscle mass on that guy, and he's surprisingly heavy. And you like pick him up. You're trying to like you. You can get him up there. Uh, you realize that if he doesn't get off of you very soon, you might just drop him. Uh, but but you do manage to lift him up. Uh, Trevor, you are now looking into an attic space, and there is this swarm of rats that looks like it's about to come charging into Oopsie, maybe even get you too. It's a pretty wide swarm. Uh, but you notice that all around you is this tar and broken glass. And it might be a little tricky for you to get up into the hole and not get slashed up by it. Um, very tricky. Uh, might require a save of some kind, but uh, otherwise you're going to have to find some other way to, to, to get up here. Okay. However, before you get to do any of that, it is my turn, and the swarm is going to come swarming in and oopsie. Now, because you're no, still no, in hold hole, on, hold on. It is the beginning of your turn. <laughs> it's the beginning of my turn. <laughs> and I am, I am concentrating and hoping and thinking about rats and swarms and everything. 
sure. my question is, Jim, will this be a will save or a wisdom? This is a wisdom check. Straight up wisdom check. Are you uh, sure you don't will. want it to be a will save? Because one hundred percent certain. So I'll just I roll the die and we'll just go with whatever's yeah. on the die then. No, actually we're gonna subtract one from whatever's on the die because I'm gonna use my sink on this. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna use, use my sink on you. Ooh. Okay, that doesn't matter. I'm not rolling a die. Well, wait a second. I thought you said I was going against your will save. You're my will DC. The will DC is 10 plus whatever I add to my oh, will. Oh, fooey. All right. Well, then I'm not adding my sink to you. Fine. All right. Here we go. A flat D20. Here we go. And Minus the whole one. time. The, oh, shoot. It's on the ground now, but I count that. We all know I count that. Um, here's the thing, Jim. I want you to know that I am thinking about enlightenment, and I want these rats to seek enlightenment. I want them to to try to evolve and grow beyond their means and, and think and begin a discord uh, with each other and talk about whether or not they want to seek out this life. That's the action I'd like them to take. Uh, it's a it's a twelve total uh, after your after your negative one. A twelve is a failure. So the rats actually think harder about eating, uh, and we'll get an extra action this round to eat. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about that. <laughs> so they are hasted one for this round, and they use their first action to come swarming in at Oopsie. Now they can't really get to Trevor because they actually avoid the glass. Like they can't, like they're not going to leap uh, uh, onto Trevor. So they're just going to swarm around Oopsie, uh, and then they have three more actions for the round. So they're going to bite, bite, bite. Uh, I need three reflex saves from you, my friend. Oh. The first one is a sixteen. Okay, with a 16, that is a failure. However, you're lucky and you only take one point of piercing damage. However, because you failed, you also now need to make a fortitude save. Oh, well. Let's see how this goes. Very well. It goes very well, Jim. 29. Oh, yeah, you are fine. Uh, No worries about the rats. Uh, So that was their first biting action. The second biting action requires a save. Reflex. I'm gonna use a reroll from the... (laughs) I don't think a two would have cut it. No. I don't think a three is going to cut it either. <laughs> no, no. That is, in fact, a critical failure. However, oh, no. you are incredibly oh. lucky once again and only take two points of damage because I'm rolling crappy Oof. damage. However, got to make a fortitude save. That's because their little minds are whirling as they think about enlightenment and growing up. <laughs> this is a fortitude, right? Fortitude, yeah. That's 23. 23 is just fine. Uh, and then the third bitey bites. I need another reflex save. Scott DeNuzo's reading my mind, just so you know. Bum, bum, bum. I'm going to use a reroll. Because <laughs> that was a natural <laughs> one. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Shoot. Huzzah, it paid off. 18 on the die yes. plus 8. 26. 26. Uh, that is a success. You are going to only take three points of damage and do not need to make a fortitude save. You got really lucky on that turn. When you failed, I rolled only one point of damage. When you actually succeeded, I had max damage. You are the worst. Um, but that is all four of my actions for the round. 
And it is um, Bartimus' turn. Uh, you are, as I, as I remember, slowly and methodically making your way up to the top of the dumbwaiter. Um, at the end of your next turn, you will be able to see into the room. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Back to <laughs> the end of my next turn or the end yep. of this turn? At the end of your next turn. All right. Well, it's okay. But Philip, you're doing a terrific job. You just keep pushing up there and you just take a nice and slow grab. Grab my one foot. Move it like that. Now grab the other foot. Move it like that. We'll get up there. <laughs> slow and steady wins the race. Uh, Trevor. And remember, get a sample of those rats, oopsie. Uh, Trevor Stone Rage, it's up to you, my friend. You are now basically standing on Rius's shoulders. Uh, you can make, uh, I'll say what, uh, an acrobatics check to leap across the broken glass. Um, or you could just like power through it, man. You can power through it. <laughs> um, well, so can I take an action on his shoulders though? Yeah, why not? Okay, uh, and you said there were two rats? Oh no, there's a swarm of rats. There's like dozens of rats. You can't even begin to count how many rats there are. Okay, so okay, so a spell, if it's not like a electric arc wouldn't work, would it? No, you, you can you can cast electric arc at the swarm. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And you see you see Trevor like kind of like, do the Emperor Palpatine and like ah <laughs> and uh fire <laughs> electricity into this swarm. Okay. Uh, that is a DC fifteen, and I am going to sink you, Jim. Oh wow. DC fifteen nice. and you're sinking me. I don't like it. I hate it even. Uh ooh, maybe. Uh that is a total of 17, 16 with the sink. So that is a success, but that still deals half damage. So it's not a critical success. You still roll damage. That's four on the die for two damage. Two points of damage. Um, and then I'm going to. Uh, yeah. Uh. Oopsie. Um. Uh, you're gonna have to try to jump this way. Uh, and I'm going to jump off of Reese, uh, Reese's, uh, shoulders back down. You want to jump down onto the ground below onto the, into the hallway? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, uh, you could do that for free. Uh, you basically just decide you're, you're not going up into the attic at all. You get back down, uh, looping down off of Reese's shoulders. Can I on the ground. stab my sword up? through the floor to try to hit these rats that would be ridiculous <laughs> no yeah there's really no way to, to to get them that way like you just you would you would just be tearing chunks in the in the ceiling okay uh, uh yeah that's uh i'll let my turn on that okay oopsie uh, you see there's a trap door now. Uh, your friends are down below. They're telling you, uh, Trevor says jump and then does so himself after jolting the rats a little bit. What do you do? How far away from the trap door am I? Uh, well, you're pretty close because you it's it's on the same side of the room that you are because okay. you had uh, you had said you were moving across the room <clears throat> away from the dumbwaiter. So you're pretty close to it. Well, first action, I will swing at these rats again. Okay. You never know. Uh, it's an 18 on the die. 
plus 8, 26 to hit. Uh, that will hit him. For a total uh, in of... fact, that would be a critical hit, so Ooh, you can double. I like double that up. better, Jim. For a total of 12 damage. All right. Again, you feel like they're, they're not taking the full might of your swings, but you are. I mean, a lot. there's a lot of dead rat bodies around now. Like, between getting jolted and slashed, uh, you guys are actually doing pretty well overall. Second action. Oops, he's going to risk it. He's going to try and swing again. Okay. This is only a plus four, though. All right. 13 on the die. 17 to hit. 17 is a success. So that is going to be Ah. a regular roll hit. Uh, I don't think this damage is going to get through, though, because it's only three damage. Yeah, you, I mean, like you, you feel like I mean, now that you've actually thinned out the swarm, it's almost it's almost harder to, to pinpoint where you need to stab and try to skewer these little guys as they're still just ravenously crawling about, nipping and biting and scratching, uh, and you deal no damage. For my third and final action, oopsie, will cannonball into the trap door. Cannonball into the trap door. Now, Rias is standing directly beneath. <laughs> Oops, um, I don't know. You're right. Um, Trevor did say jump. So go ahead and make an acrobatics check first. Here's where the dice are going to tell a story that they want me to stay in the <laughs> You staying up there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I uh, just kind of Mario butt bounce. Uh, it's a one on the die. So modifies out to a five. Okay. Oh. With a critical failure, you try to leap, but you misjudge your, uh, and your, your foot gets caught on like a piece of, of broken furniture and you actually fall flat on your face. But unfortunately, since you're right next to the door, you fall into all this broken glass oh. and boy, does it start cutting things up. Oops. Uh, now that you're not just walking across it with your old boots, uh, you feel the slashing pain as it digs into your flash. Oh no. You are going to take. Sorry, I had it and then it went away. There we go. Uh, I need a basic reflex save from you. Plus eight. Gonna be 21. 21 is a success. You're only gonna take two points of slashing damage and nothing else. Like like the most of it, most of it gets caught in your armor. Um, but you're just like laying in this crushed glass now, and you're like, ooh. Luckily, <laughs> beautiful uh, face protected. Okay. Yeah. Luckily it's not too, too bad. Just a little bit of pain, just a little bit of a little bit of shards in you. Um, and after you, we go to the top of the next round and peepa. Oh, man, do things look like they're going interestingly. Yeah, but I don't know about the face plan into the glass. I'm just going to, because I'm seeing that we're telling him to come down. I'm just going to start singing my harp and inspiring courage. Hey, inspiring courage is always an excellent action. Everybody's going to get a plus one bonus to attacks, damages, and saves. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No, I would just okay. I would just sing and hope he just cannonballs down. <laughs> You're hoping for that old cannonball down. <laughs> Rias, uh, what are you doing? Um... Because I'm how far away I am from the hole, just my head, was I able to see him actually fall onto the ground? Oh, yeah, because he was trying to get... So basically, like, he falls, like, almost at the edge. You can actually see his head. Um, And, yeah. 
can I can I can I reach up and then just kind of try to lift him up and over the glass and then bring him uh, down? There's you would you don't really like he can't lift him like you could just drag him down. Oh yeah, drag him through the glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but oh. well, but that's the thing. I don't I don't know that it's there. No. Um, oh. Trevor didn't say anything. I, I just see oopsie, and I'm gonna be like, I shall help you, and I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. try to pull him down. You Don't just try to drag him through Trevor. the broken glass. New and, guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, oopsie. Luckily, again, it's the armor that's really saving you. You're gonna take another <laughs> one point of slashing damage. Uh, however, uh, there's a shard of it that gets like that gets like caught uh, and it like scratches across your neck. You are taking one point of persistent bleed damage now, which will trigger on the end of every one of your turns unless you can get that taken care of. Um, but you are now down on the ground. Rias, that was one action. Really, you just drag him down. You see that you like he's got like glass all over him now, and you realize what happened, but just a moment too late. But he's at least down, um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll close the trap door. Okay, you close the door. Uh, yep, it is closed. No one told Bartimus. Oh, you do have one more action left. <laughs> I forgot he was in the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nobody tell God. him; it'll be funny. <laughs> um, well, I, well, I actually, I, I would then look at Oopsie, and be like, "Wait, is, is, is Bartimus never made it up there? Did he? Oh, oh, no, no, just rats." <laughs> That's white. <laughs> oh, crap. Bite, 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 bite. And I just asked him, and I, be, I guess I would just open it again and just be like, Bottomus, get back down, you <laughs> dumb waiter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is now the again. beginning of my turn. Uh, would you like to challenge me, Adam? Well, I, I am the GM now. <laughs> I'm the GM now. Uh, I, be, I still am thinking about how rat society could rise up and become something more, greater than what they are. And mm-hmm. I, I imagine them uh, finding their way uh, in, in culture and art and what that would look like. And I begin going down quite the uh, rat hole, as it were, uh, as I think about this. Fantastic roll of a seven, so it, it comes out to a seven. Oh uh, that God. is a failure, and the rats are hasted one once again. Um, it is their turn, so they are just going to start throwing themselves down on top of Rias. Oh. You're laying there. You're like shouting to Bartimus, get out of the shaft, but the door is open, and these rats just start leaping down oh, onto you, crawling all over you, biting, biting, biting. Uh, and they're hasted, so I have three bite actions. Good thing my dad's not here. He hates rats. Uh, I need a reflex save from the bite number one. Uh, it'll be a 21 on the first one. Success, you only take half damage. It's going to be two points of damage from the first bite action. Uh, action number two will come at you. Go ahead and make a reflex save for that. Uh, that's only a eight. Eight is a failure. Uh, so you're going to take four points of piercing damage, and I need a fortitude save from you after that. Uh, fortitude is a dirty 20. Okay, so you think you're okay, but they they just, they're moving so fast. How did these rats get so fast? Uh, make um. another reflex save. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, mm, 14. 
14. Uh, that is that is a failure. Fail. So I'm going to need another fortitude save from you, and you take two points fortitude. of piercing damage. Uh, fortitude's going to be 16. 16 is okay. All right. Uh, you think you're okay, except for the profuse biting. Right. Yeah. All over you. How, how much? How much damage from that? From that uh, one, Jim? two for the last one. Two. Okay. Rat bite. How much damage rats, did they take jumping? Did they athletically jump little, over that glass, little, Jim? Little rat leaping down like a couple of inches onto your shoulders and biting you. They're not going to take no damage. Uh, it is Bartimus's turn, though. Bartimus, if you continue climbing, you'll reach the promised land at the end of your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I... Um, I suppose I'd have to roll a check. Is that correct? Yeah, make a, make a perception check to see if you heard uh, them yelling. No, before we made it up. I use my keen senses. Oh, hang on. Keen senses of mine. That is a 15. Yeah, I would say that it's a little muffled, but you hear Bartimus get out of there uh, at the very least. Oh, all right. If everything's fine, is that you, Rius? Do I hear Peepa singing? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I begin. Uh, Philip, we're turning this train around. <laughs> I start ever so slowly. It just slowly. Oh, hurry up! Oh man. Bartimus, once again, the star of the show, uh, the most effective combatant there is, Trevor Stone Rage. Uh. There are rats like all around Rius now. What do you do? If I try to stab the rats, would I end up like if I fail bad enough, would I stab Rius? Well, Rius is currently in the same space as the swarm, so yes, uh, it would be bad to roll a natural one. Which I'm sure won't happen. Well, I'm gonna stab at these rats then. <laughs> Here comes well, the stabbing. I, I'm gonna uh, move a little bit back so I okay. have some range with my nine foot long great sword and then try to stab at these rats. All right. Oh, we got. <laughs> What'd you get? Oh, he did it. Close your uh, mouth. He did it. I'm so sorry. <gasps> Did you really roll a one? Yes. Uh, Sorry. We'll roll damage. Uh, I'm so sorry. Rias, you see something that just shocks you. It flabbergasts you as Trevor Stone Rage on his first day at work grabs a nine-foot sword, looks at the rat on your shoulder and says, hold still, and swings the nine-foot sword at you. Well, I guess I'll just climb down this shaft here. I'm sure they've got everything figured out. Oh my god. No guy. That's 11 damage. 11 points of damage. Rias, you can make a basic reflex save uh, as you try to frantically get out of the way of this sword. Uh, that's a that's a nineteen on the die plus five, so twenty four. Twenty four. And what did you say? Uh, what was what was your? No, never mind. Um, uh, that's a success. Uh, you only take half of that damage. So you take six points of damage as you barely back away from getting your head lopped off by Trevor. Are you adding my plus one? Because I'm singing. 
I would say that the inspired damage would not count okay, good. against Thank him you, in this particular Thank instance. You, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, going, ah, ah. You know what they say about those goblins when they taste blood, they won't stop. <laughs> oh my god. Reese, I'm so sorry. Here, let me try to get him off you again. You do have two more actions. And I'm going to try to get the rat. <laughs> oh, that's a natural 20! Hey! Uh, the exact opposite. You skewer the rats. Nice. Oh, man. Good job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's a, that's a 26 in total. That is a critical hit. <laughs> uh, that is 10 on the die for uh, 23 damage. Uh, and you just neatly slash all of the rats that are on uh, Rias in twain. And uh, <gasps> you have you have eliminated the danger. There's like one or two rats left that just like squeak and run away, uh, scattering into, into the, 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 into nothing. I don't know, they leave. <laughs> so and so Jim, what you're saying it. is that it that it's safe where we're at now, right? I'm saying that it's safe where we're at. Oh. I'm gonna utilize the, the mercy that uh uh crossbones gave me to get rid of that uh persistent bleed. Sure, that'll work just fine. Uh you are no longer bleeding out and from the glass that Rias dragged you across. I, Jim, I would I actually pressed- yell back up the hole too and be like Bartimus, never mind. It's totally fine. Continue your journey upwards. <laughs> well, I guess I start climbing back up. He said I should go back up there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you we go back up as well. Slowly making your way back up. I'll say that um, dragging Oopsie across all of the broken glass did serve one good purpose of uh, actually shattering all of the glass that was glued to the floor. So if well, you want to go back up into the attic, you can pull yourself up without any additional trouble. Hmm. Would either of the three of you like a boost? Hold on. Hold on. Can I look at everyone and see if anyone needs healing? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, it, it, your friends look like they have suffered numerous bites. And Oopsie is picking glass out of his skin. So, yeah, he doesn't look so good either. Hold on, hold on. Oopsie sat on me. I, sh- I should get the first healing, please. I've, wow. taken, I've taken the most damage from Oopsie falling on me. Um, I have Oopsie's, some- like, guts are spilling out of the side. Yeah. <laughs> of these rat okay. Uh, do you think you need, like... Double healing because I can do that, or just like one soothe healing. Uh, I mean, just I, remember you can use the medicine skill. Anybody who has that trained can, uh, if you don't want to oh, use magical yeah. healing, you can also oh, treat wounds. Um, I am down eight hit points. Um, I'm down 16. Okay, okay. I'm gonna Jim, cast, like just talking about numbers. I'm gonna cast soothe Sorry. on oopsie. Yeah, Jim, okay. why would we use the skill when we can just say how much we're down by? <laughs> What's the, I don't understand. It's my first day here, guys. I'm sorry. Also, uh, Pipa, just at a glance, you note that, that while Trevor seems to be complaining the most, um, there is just a massive cut across Rius's chest uh, that Trevor put there in addition to the many bites and scratches from the rats. Uh, and you realize that Trevor, Trevor has a lot of learning to do about adventuring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let me, so, so I can do two? 
Yeah, because you're it's okay. it's at a, at a soothing's a at a heightened oh, spell. Oh, it's not for that you. great of a roll. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten points. Ooh. Um, and then Rius. Yes. Uh, Jim, while all this is going along, have I made it about no. halfway yet? <laughs> yes, you've made it about halfway because you were you were getting down towards the bottom, and then you start scooting your way back up. And Philip, Philip, man, he just shakes his head and starts pushing now, trying to get you up this up this shaft. Okay, sorry. Yeah, okay, um, and then uh, I only have one soothe left, so I can spend ten minutes to try and fix you all up. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm totally fine. You can uh, you can spend ten minutes fixing one person up. Who looks the worst? Still Oopsie or Trevor? Uh, I'm pre- I'm Oopsie. Okay. In fact, Oopsie walks over and gives gives people uh, just reaches out, gives them big hug. Ah, <laughs> you fix Oopsie. Okay, okay then I'll I'll spend ten minutes and fix Trevor okay. and just kind of like scold him on being an adventurer and yeah. like telling him you know you need to take take. Uh, sorry. Um, nope. What am I doing? Sorry. Do I just take ten minutes, or do I need to roll for that? You need to roll a medicine check. Oh, okay. Um, eighteen. Uh, okay, that's a success. You're gonna restore two d eight hit points uh, mm-hmm. as you are stitching his wounds up uh, and and putting salve on his bruises. Um, at the end of that ten minutes, uh, is there anything else that anybody else wants to be doing during that ten minutes? Obviously, you'll get. You'll actually make it. Finally to your destination, uh, but Rias and Oopsie, is there anything right. you want to be doing during that time? <laughs> After I'm good, I just want to go back up. Okay, you'll climb yeah, back up, yeah. uh, and then Rias. I, yeah, I would help him, and then I'd prep, because I know we didn't get a real chance to check out the room earlier. Yeah. Because Barnabas ran in and there was blood. I, I wanted to go just take a, a quick look in there. Okay. Um, so, Oopsie and Bartimus. Bartimus. Uh, you finally pull yourself up into the attic, uh, and it smells in here. Uh, oh, a musty me. smell. Um, and then, oopsie, you see him also pulling himself up. There's a trap door the whole time. Uh, well, you know, and it's just a real shame that you had to take all that time going up the dumbwaiter. Oh, good. You found another entrance. How, how fantastic. Uh, great. You're so resourceful. Did you save one of those rats for me? Um, lots of rats down there. Oh, good, good. Uh, all right, I'm going to take 20, Jim, to search the room. You're going to be taking 20 to search the room uh, and, and looking around and finding what you can find. Oopsie, is there anything that you want to be doing in particular up there? Uh, I mean, I'd be helping to to search the room, but it's mostly so that someone's not up here alone. Gotcha. Okay, so you're mostly just keeping watch, but also yeah. helping search. Uh, and then, Mr. Khan, uh, you said that you wanted to go in the room. There are three bedrooms, uh, one of which is the bedroom that you've already been in with the balcony. Uh, then there's the study where all the blood and the trap is. Um, what do you, which, which room are you going into? I was going to go into the study. The study. Okay. Uh, it indeed, I mean, just at first glance, I mean, you can see this rigged booby trap and blood everywhere. Um, uh, but you can make, uh, I don't know what, what do you want to what do you want to do in there? Are you um, examining anything in particular, or yeah? I, I wanted to to see first if there were like any uh, uh, other prints going through the blood, like footprints going through the blood. Sure, anywhere. make a survival check. Oh, cool! I got I got mad survival. Um, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my BBBB on that. Oh. <laughs> 
that's better. 16. 16. Um, it's a little difficult, but you, because you do note that there are a whole bunch of Bartimus footprints everywhere, which are <laughs> obscuring uh, perhaps some of the actual evidence in the room. However, uh, you do note a couple of things about the blood spatter. Um, Mr. Brandy will absolutely died in this room, uh, but not right away. There is blood on the nails of the booby trap, so he definitely got hit by that. That definitely accounts for for what what struck him in the face. Uh, but a majority of the blood is actually pooled further into the room. Uh, he was not killed by the impact of the trap. You can tell that much. You also note that in a couple of places, it's it's there's only one or two, but there are a couple of weird gouges in the floor, almost like um, if somebody has a hardwood floor and a big dog and sometimes there's like some scratches in the wood Um, but there's not very many uh, and they're really deep, really deep gouges in the wood it strikes you, you can't tell much about it beyond that but they just, they they catch your notice Um, and uh, you know, you, you just you don't see any other signs that there was a like a like the family kept a pet or anything do they look like the gouges that were caused by trevor's sword as people was pulling it up the stairs no no these are these uh they 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 don't have they're they're not clean okay yeah okay uh, yeah i I would take that that information back out to everybody else wherever any everybody's at Sure, sure, sure. In the hallway. Uh, at about that time, Bartimus is completing his investigation of the attic. I have done a number of gravity tests as well as wind tests, smell tests, and taste tests. You note that uh, in this sort of nest of shredded mattress where the bed is, there are a couple of strands of very, very long black hair. Much, much too long to be uh, the rats. And in fact, not, I mean, obviously not too long to be human hair, but like they're just exceptionally long, like really long strands of jet black hair. Um, you also note that there are a whole bunch of odds and ends here. Uh, a couple of silver spoons. Uh, there's a broken clock, wind-up clock. There's uh, a fancy gold pen. Uh, and then some like other just junk. Those are the things that sort of stand out to you, but there's a whole bunch of just like junk up here uh, in this nest area. Uh, well, I'm going to take another a number of samples of that hair. Sure. Me. Yeah, the samples of the hair. Uh, and for kicks and giggles, I'll try a field test on them. I, I want to take those hairs to the the my alchemist friend Ted. But in the meantime, I'd like to just try a field test and see if I could figure out what it is. Is that is that craft or what is that? That's a great question. What is a field test of samples of hair? I don't even know what it is that you would want to do to them. Um, I want to know what they're from, James. I know. It, it's a, I don't know. It's a strand of hair. It's hair. Uh, make a nature check. Well, all right, then. See, now you've told me. All right. Are you the GM or not? 
That's an 18 total. 18 total. Um, you are examining the hairs. You actually don't think they're human hairs. Um, the more you look at them, you God can't really goodness. tell what they are, but you know, they're not human hairs. They definitely didn't come off those rats cause they're very, very long. Um, they haven't, uh, there, there's an oily feel to them. Like this is not like clean washed hair either. There's like a, whatever, uh, whatever, uh, that musty odor that's in this room, uh, is it, it probably wasn't the rats either. There might've been something living up here. Uh, as I've searched the room, sorry, uh, one more, one last question. Uh, as I searched the room, I've, I've clearly seen the glass, I'm sure, yes. up there. Mm-hmm. The scratches that were on uh, the arm of the, yes. of the victim, would mm-hmm. those line up to the glass, maybe? You know, thinking about that, you, you don't think so, because if somebody needed to, like, grab onto the, the edges and haul their sons up, themselves up, they'd have some pretty deep gashes on their hands, um, and that, uh, that did not appear to be the case. Did the, the scratches resemble rat scratch, like claw marks? Not really. Um, uh, you could make a medicine check on, uh, somebody who's been like on, on Oopsie, who is, who has been recently patched up from a number of bites. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'll do that. I'll go, I'll go study him. I say, yeah, don't sure. worry. I'm not taking the, not taking any samples right now. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Don't get all up with me. Uh, 21. 21. Uh, You know, it's a little tough to tell because uh, the wounds have been magically healed now. However, uh, there are still faint pink lines and, you know, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, You don't, you don't think that the rats attacked that guy. It doesn't make any sense to you. Hmm. Um, Trevor would like to walk to the door that is still closed. Uh, Sure. There are, Oh, uh, there are basically two bedroom doors that are closed currently. Uh, probably the closest to him. He's gonna oh, he's gonna cool. chuckle at himself and go, "Ha! Looks like things are gonna get unhinged." And he's gonna punch that door. Okay. Um, make an athletics check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a sixteen plus a six. That's a twenty-two. Sure. So. Um, you guys are all, you know, examining the crime scene, looking around. Bartimus is doing field tests on hair. And then all of you hear this crack of splintering wood. Uh, Trevor, you slam your fist into the door right at the perfect spot. And it goes flying open. Uh, you yeah. also hear the jingle of bells. Where there are several bells actually attached to the door, like the door itself. Like had it's like little, almost like um, uh, they're they're silver, almost like uh, like jingle bells you would like put out at Christmas, and they're just like hanging on the door handle. Um, oh. Um, uh, looking in the room, like, uh, do you want me to give you a perception check? Uh, sure. You can make a perception check. Uh, I'll tell you uh, just what you see. Um, at first glance, this looks like a. Hold on, I gotta pull it up. What's it? Twenty-one. Yes. You got an edge from Delirious Twenty Nineteen. Five dollar donation. Thank you, Delirious nice. Twenty Nineteen. Bringing out the edges. You got. Uh, 
So at first glance, uh, you notice that um, this room, uh, it looks like that the sense you get from it is someone's childhood room that they have come back to visit temporarily. Like you see luggage and clothes strewn about, um, but there, and then there's like a lot of, like the, the clothes, um, though they're small, they're clearly like adult clothing. Uh, the luggage and like the objects that are sort of strewn about, um, uh, they, they look like they belong to an adult, but this is a child's room. Um, that, so the feeling you get is again, like somebody, somebody came back home and has been staying in this room in their old room for a while. Interesting. Uh, is Peepa yeah. still on the floor? Uh, Peepa is just finishing up uh, patching you, or she had patched you up, and no, she's yeah, she's around. I don't know. Yeah, she's I'd there. be in the hallway uh, watching. Yeah. Hey, Peepa, a uh, quick question. When we got briefed, uh, they didn't say anyone else was in the house, correct? No, just just um, just the guy. Okay. Guy, what's up? And then I would scoot up and peek in the doorway and see what he's looking at. Sure. Yeah, you see all of that. Um, um, someone Can we else look was through the luggage. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, it looks like, uh, 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 even though the clothing size would fit you, Peepa, um, these are clearly adults' clothing. Uh, looks like probably a, a woman, probably a halfling woman. Is there like a purse or? Um... Uh, no, no, no personal items like that. Really, just some luggage and clothing. You do note, uh, you know, as you're looking around, there's a distinct lack of like those personal items that someone would need on a day-to-day basis, like a like a purse or a, a pouch or money or anything like that. Would the luggage have a name on it? Because sometimes luggages have yeah, names. Yeah, sure. Uh, you take a look at the luggage, uh, examine it, and you find that this belongs to one Patricia Brandywool. Mm. Patricia, I point. Patricia Brandywool. I wonder who that is to him. Write that down. Uh... People, who's the one that they have in custody right now? Uh, uh I don't remember who was. Uh, uh, Brandy. Brandy. Is she related to them? Uh, the 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 woman who has been accused of the murder is Patricia Brandywool. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we- <laughs> this investigation is going swimmingly. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta find Patricia. She's already captured. Oh, okay. so Patricia uh, is actually the person who's hired you to investigate, hoping that what you'll find will clear her name. Uh, should we try the other room? Yeah, and we still have a basement to check, uh, as well as interrogating Patricia. Oh yes, that door. Well, now that I know what to expect with all that blood, I think I'd like to take another look-see, but I'll be very careful to avoid all the unpleasantness. <laughs> I, I want to go check the uh, the study again, Jim. <laughs> yes, yes, go ahead. And uh, uh, is there anything one. in particular you want to be looking at? Or Well, it's a, it's a study, yes? Yeah. So I want to go to where he would be studying, probably at his desk. Yeah, there's a desk. Yeah, I want to go search the desk. Sure. Uh, you go through, um, make a 
do you have any kind of like business lore or anything related to like anything that I could justify a check? Well, uh, an it just so in? happens that I have mercantile lore. Hey, Being of the uh, merchant class, I am very yeah. well suited to be checking out this. Absolutely. Make a mercantile lore check. Here we go. Don't fail me now. You did. No, I'm kidding. That's a that's a that's a Lena that rolled up on my keyboard. Hang on a moment here. Uh-huh. That is an 18 on the die, bringing it to a 26 for mercantile lore. He's definitely got sure. keys. Do you find a lot of documents related to the running of a? A business. Um, obviously, the Branduels, uh, they own a, a, a business that makes and sells um, very fine quality puzzle boxes. Um, it's a little bit of a... It was something that, that originally it started in Stayhill Village and it, the business grew and people liked the craftsmanship and they became sort of a, a novelty commodity and eventually... Uh, the brandy, Mr. Brandywell actually moved into Cavalosha uh, as his business expanded and as he grew uh, in wealth. You see that business was going pretty well, uh, and it does look to you like uh, there is some correspondence with another company. Uh, and the name of that company is... Sorry, you guys are doing all of this way out of order, so I'm all jumbled up. Um, uh, it looks like there's a lot of... There's some correspondence between uh, the Brandywool, Mr. Brandywool and uh, the Warner Toy Company. It looks like maybe, perhaps, there was uh, some talk of a deal between the two companies. Um, perhaps even Mr. Brandywool himself looking to sell his company. And retire. Well, isn't that interesting? Hmm. And everything seems to be in order. Every, you know, page one goes to page two, three, four. There's nothing missing or out of... Uh, I mean, yeah, there's there's nothing that immediately strikes you um, as, as tampered with. Well, I'm going to search this desk, and I'll take 20 because we have two weeks to finish this investigation. You told me that. <laughs> So I'll take 20 on this desk. Okay. Uh, what else is everybody else doing? Uh, I, want, I want to try to or go go for it. Oops. Uh, up in the attic. Uh, hold on. We just had Holy a... Holy oh, cow. Went off. Jeez. Bought, uh, That's amazing. 10 gift subs. That's awesome. That wow. is incredible. Fantastic. Oh, so you. much. Wow. Wow. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. An anonymous yeah. cheer. That's awesome. Thank you so much. In the, you know, it's the attic. Where, yeah. There were no like clothes or any any kind of sign of who or what was up here. No, um, you actually. I, I forgot to mention you did. You would have found like some scraps of of food, um, but no clothes. Yeah, no no clothes. Okay. Um, and then downstairs, the kitchen. There's the kitchen and the like, the common area with the big people stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where Oopsie's gonna go look at. Okay, around in sure. there. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and then uh, I want to try to talk or get Peepa and Reese to go with me to the basement. Wait, the okay. second, the second room. 
No, no, no basement. <laughs> there, there's a second room that's closed, correct? Ah, I totally forgot about the second room. Yeah, I would point to the second door and be like, first this door. Okay. Um, but instead of punching it or kicking it, we can just open it. But... Uh, okay, punch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> punch it, Chewy. Uh, that is a 21. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you successfully punch open yet another. Uh, and I will tell you flat out, unlocked and unobstructed door. I but wish you my boy could the frame see me now. And smash the door in. Uh, and when it swings open, it looks like uh, this is a smaller bedroom. Um, and a lot of what you see is in very neat order. Uh, it's very simple in here. It doesn't have any of the... Uh, signs of wealth and opulence that you've seen in the, in the rest of the house, uh, you would guess perhaps a servant's quarters? Mm. Can we search yes. everywhere? You can. The butler did it. Told you. Oh, 19 on die plus 8. I got a 19 as well. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that. 25. You open the door. Thank you. Thank you thanks, would guys. guess that there was somebody coming like this is this is a habited inhabit they had uh, a butler yes uh, looks like a, a a human probably worked for them or maybe maybe an elf or a half elf but definitely a, a medium sized person was working for them um, uh, everything looks very tidy and in order um, you don't find much in terms of like uh, once again uh, like no money. Um, no, you know, is there a driver's license? Is there um, a hairbrush somewhere or on his pillow? Is there hair? You know, it actually looks like a lot of the toiletries have been taken, like, because, like, you can find, uh, like, the room was clearly inhabited, but, but there's like, um, a lot of the clothes are missing, not all of them, um, but a lot of the clothes are missing, a lot of the day to day toiletries are missing, um. Then again, a little bit of it makes sense, just because if somebody was living here at the scene of a crime, they would have they would have moved him out of here right. during the investigation. So he's mm-hmm. probably not here. So he would have had to take some of that stuff with him. Okay. However, you don't like on the pillow. There's no like long black hair or anything like. You don't find anything like that anywhere. No, there's nothing. Can I look under the mattress? Is yeah, anything sure. hiding down there, maybe? Uh, yeah, nothing that you find. Yeah. Okay. Rolling that, that 27 perception check over in this room. You don't find anything else okay. out of the ordinary. All right. Well, I think it's time to go into the basement. Bottomus and Oopsie, are you two, are you two done? I'm just, I'm just finishing up the gravity test, and then I will move on to the time test. That should prove very... Okay, so Bottomus is going to need some time. Um, it's really just as long as the GM says. Uh, the GM is, is sort of the the god master I have in my head. It's very strange, and I whisper that to Tremor. <laughs> yeah, I I know I stabbed someone on my first day, uh, but that still worries me. <laughs> yes, it worries me as well. All and right. you're the one who I stabbed, so yes. that worries me even more. Well, uh, wait. Yeah, I want to uh, start working my way down. Uh, ask Oopsie if he wants to join us in the basement. 
Um, is there anything in this this big people room? Uh, no, you, you've been checking around downstairs. Uh, you don't find anything out of the ordinary in the big people room or in the kitchen. Um, um, yeah, then Oopsie will say, I'm no basement? Bad. Gonna be, gonna be a hag. <laughs> gonna be, gonna, gonna be, be a hag. Gonna be skeleton hag. Telling you. You, you can ride, you can ride my sword. I could, I do what I want. <laughs> Uh, let's go. I mean, we get everybody. Uh, yeah, Bartimus, at about that time, you're finishing up your investigation of the desk itself. You don't see anything else out of the ordinary shuffling through the papers. I mean, again, you can tell uh, you know, there's no secret compartments. There's no, like, it, you don't get the sense that this guy was, was really doing anything except running his business. Like, he was just he was just a regular dude. You don't find any, any secrets, any uh, shocking notes or cooked books or it's just a guy doing his thing and he got killed all right here i go oh i slipped on a little bit of blood there hold, hold on just let me all right i'm coming i'll make my way to go downstairs y'all make your way while we are continuing to get anonymously gifted subs wow that's just that. That is, yeah that is happening that finally just brought us back to 200 subs. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. It also looks like uh, Delirious 2019 has given me a hero point. Oh. That I am the true oh, hero yes. of this adventure. Just hoping you didn't see that. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Jim, am I still the GM now? No, you are no longer the GM. Oh, all right. Ooh. It is only me. Um, is the door locked? Uh, no, actually, Peepa had opened it earlier. Oh. Okay. Um, she had uh, closed it, so you guys open it again, and there's a, there's a basement down there. Oopsie draws his shield and short sword. Okay. Um, I'm telling you, gonna be down here. It's, it's happened. And Oopsie will go down into the basement. Okay. Go down into the basement. You basement. And when you get down there, you see that it is choked with boxes, bags, and other stored materials. You hear uh, nothing. You see no creatures. You it's a basement. I approach one like stack of boxes. Okay. And just, I say, get out! And I push the boxes over. Okay. Uh, there is a, a loud clatter and cracking of wood, uh, but no hags jump out. No, no skeleton hags! Okay. Uh, I, I would have followed Oopsie down, too, and just, sure. just maybe go over to at least, like, one box and just, if, is there a way to open easily, easily able to open it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, you open up the box. It looks like some some stored linens. Thing looks in order. Um, Fanray, Fanray basement had other exit. Is other exit down here? Maybe. Oh my! You've been to Fanray's house. How wonderful! Yeah, was with you. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't believe I. Well, perhaps I was there. I don't know what was. I don't know. Oopsie, last Lord Pickles. 
I don't think I don't think Bartimus was at Fanray's house. Uh, I begin to try and move the boxes just in case there's anything hiding underneath. Sure. Any more trap doors or anything? Sure. Uh, you guys, uh, does anybody want to make a perception check? Since you are all searching around, but some cool. Yes. <laughs> so go ahead and make some perception checks as you search I, around in the basement. I still, I still just see linens. I don't see anything. I'm staring at the steps. Oops, you have 17. Okay. I am staring at this cardboard box. Well, it's not cardboard, it's wooden. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> you were staring so hard, you went blurry. Yeah, you, yeah, you went blurry. We, your perception was so bad that we can no longer see you. <laughs> uh, Trevor? Uh, 19. 19, okay. So, Trevor and Oopsie, you actually, uh, as, you, as, as Oopsie is just running around poking random things, saying, skeleton hag, get out. Um, you don't find a skeleton hag. However, uh, as you shift aside, like, there's some some old lumber, like, like almost like a, a big panel of like plywood uh, that has been propped up against one of the walls. As you guys are sliding it aside uh, to check to see if there's any skeleton hags back there, you do note that the wall here, low to the ground, uh, you know, it almost reminds you, oopsie, of of an old goblin tunnel, because the mortar in the wall has been broken out or broken inward, and there is a, a tunnel that, like, leads... I don't know. Oh. Um, um, oopsie find. Find what? Uh, we, we found a, a hole. Um, it looks about our, our size. Well, that's because I... See, obviously, this was his means to get in and out to his former lifestyle. Um... Who wants to crawl through it? Can I, mostly because I really just want to use this this skill, can I roll a goblin lore to know if it'd be booby-trapped in any way? I will allow you to roll a goblin lore. Goblin lore, paying off! <laughs> oh, I know a lot about goblins. Uh, 24. 24. You know that... Um, Goblins sometimes will booby trap their homes, but if this goblin um, was not at home, it probably did not lay a trap there. A goblin wouldn't do that because a goblin, if a goblin was using this to get in and out of a space, it would want to be able to get in and out quick without any anything in the way. So it wouldn't put a trap there. Hmm. Okay. Goblin hole. Oopsie, oopsie, drive. Oh. And he holds the shield up in front of him and he goes in. Okay. You guys begin making your way in through the goblin hole. Uh, the tunnel is long and winding and roughly dug. Uh, clearly not done like you would. Oopsie, you're beginning to think that not even done with tools at all. Uh, and it goes on and it winds and it meanders and it's rough uh, and Bartimus especially and Rias are, are like crawling along and it's incredibly uncomfortable um, you get rocks in your shins and in your elbows um, and then Hello. finally you begin to smell sewage 
And sure enough, before too long, you realize that there's a there's a break up ahead. Oops, you can actually see another uh, break. And you get up to a space where you are now, like your head pokes out into like a sewer tunnel. Oopsie, find wonderful smell. Um, is it wide enough? Like, yeah, you, you have don't have too much trouble. It's really Rias and Bartimus that are that are having a lot of trouble in here. I'll uh, I'll step out of the way. And is it it's dark in here? Yeah, it's dark. You uh, don't have a trouble with it. But yeah, is there yeah. like? Um, I can cast light. I don't know that Oopsie would know to like check for a draft or anything. I'll just wait for everyone else to get out out here. Sure. Y'all climb out of this weird tunnel into the city sewers. Oh, dear me. Uh, I want to look at the entrance of this just come into. Uh, are there any are there any markings that would indicate what what was coming in and out of here? I mean, obviously we, we assume a goblin, but are there maybe hairs or anything else? Make a survival check. Oh, I will. It'll be a flat die roll, as always. Here we go. I do a lot of those, but uh, just for checking. Yep, that is an 18 total. 18. Um, You noted as you were making your way along and scooting, uh, obviously all of your friends are wearing shoes and boots and or crawling along, Uh, but you did notice some... um, like clawed footprints maybe mm-hmm. in the dirt as you were making your way through the tunnel. Uh, you don't find any hairs here, but, but you realize that there was some, maybe some kind of animal dug its way in. Although I... good. Are you all seeing all these marks here? This almost looks like claws as if some sort of animal was down here. Yeah. I point that out to the others. So they can... he leans down, looks at him. No, Nazi. I roll a nature check. Yes. Nope. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, ten. Nope. Do you have a reroll, perhaps? I don't think I have a reroll. Well, that's unfortunate. Why doesn't she have a (laughs) reroll? Because Jim's got a reroll. Yeah, Jim, Jim, you want to give me your reroll? Nah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Trying to think. Well, I actually, you said there were footmarks. I actually don't wear shoes. I've, I'm a lizard man, so I got big lizard feet. Okay. Well, it's not your footprints that I'm putting so much emphasis on. Yeah. So, <laughs> have you been here before, Reese? But no. it was Reese the whole time. Kill him. <laughs> 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 well, all right. I would look to see if I can see any of these markings go in one direction or the other from this. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, make another survival check. Oh, yeah. It'll be a flat die roll. Should anybody like to search for tracks like this, uh, please do so. Uh, yeah. S- a survival? For my eyes are, are strained in the darkness. I don't see anything. <laughs> I also have discovered that there is a. Here. Does, um, I got a 17. Can we see anything? Does anyone have a torch or a light? I, uh, I, mean, I have lights. dark vision, so I can see fine. Oh, uh, my God. So that I can't eyes. see anything. Then. 
I can cast light. <laughs> if you don't mind, would you just cast it on on Philip's little tummy, and he can just shine it like oh, a like candle. And I cast my oh. light purple glowing light on your tummy, on his tummy. Uh, oh, Philip, how wonderful! Your tummy is growing. I do care about you, little bear. <laughs> hey, hey! Look at look at all this poop. Uh, is there poop? There is a significant amount of foul-smelling sludge. The poop did it. The poop could have killed him. Yes. Do, uh, <laughs> do I see the direction the footprints lead to? Uh, what were the totals on the survival checks? Oh, not me. Nine, seventeen. Uh, I had a sixteen. You think? Um, that maybe if you were to follow these, follow the tunnels east, you'd be heading in the same direction as recent movement through here. Okay, guys. Um, uh, the the footprints head east. Uh, uh, do you guys feel like following them? Or? Well, then we go yes. west. No. And yeah. I can't, I take my light Obviously. off. Fill up. No. We go east. No, we're in the darkness. Oh, I'm so sorry, my my little leshy friend. I was simply making a joke. I was just having some fun. Ribbon joshing was, it were. Let's go east. And I'll cast light back on his teddy bear. Okay. Oh, Philip likes that. Thank you. You make your way to the east. And following Trevor Stone Rage as he tracks whatever it was that had been moving through the, the sewers. And... Uh, after about 10 minutes of, of some twists and some turns, uh, never really losing sight of, of signs of recent passage, you finally come to a, a, you can see Trevor up ahead that there is a tunnel, uh, there's a, there's an off shot on the, the right hand side of the tunnel that you're going down that has like a dirty rotting curtain drawn over it. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, uh, you guys see that in front of you? It's uh, uh, something was moved in front of that, uh, and I'm going to uh, everyone, everyone, draw your weapons real fast, and I'm I'm going to move that to the side. No, oh, no. We- weapons. No. Oh, all right. No, well, I- no, no, no. Can I detect magic in that in this area? Uh, yeah, you don't detect any magic. Okay. Can I search for traps? Uh, I mean. Trevor's already like up there doing stuff. So everybody's like, can I do all these things after Trevor's already whipping curtains aside? So all right. I don't know what to tell y'all. Bottomus is just all sort right. of patting himself down, looking at a weapon. I don't <laughs> know about what? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Trevor walks up to this curtain, whips oh. it aside, and you see a short, maybe 15 foot tunnel that opens up into a wider circular room. And that's it. No guy move. I push him aside. Should okay. we stealth okay. forward? Uh, Should one I of wanna, us? Yeah, I want to stealth and search for traps. Okay. Moving forward. Uh, that'll need a stealth check and a perception check. I'm going to cast message on Oopsie. Ooh, stealth check is a 28 Dang. Oh. Wow. Critical and success. You disappear again. <laughs> Perception check or thievery check? Perception. Perception. That's only a 16. 16. You do note that just about five feet into this tunnel, there is a tripwire. Uh, you spot oh. it before oh. you step on it. 
They're lucky that Trevor didn't go charging down this tunnel. Uh, oh, wow. Thank you, Oopsie. I, I would have died. Um, oops, Oopsie, find and maybe, maybe turn off. Uh, you could just step over it if you wanted to, but okay. you could also now you could or you could make a thievery check to try to disable it. Um, yeah, might as well. Well, he reaches in his bag uh, and pulls out uh, this little set of like snips, wire mm-hmm. snips, essentially. And goes mm-hmm. in. Um, oopsie, oopsie, try fix. Watch okay. out. Maybe oopsie, oopsie. All right, I'll step back. Uh, caution is always something to take into consideration. 22, Sir Jim. 22. 22. Uh, you are successful. Uh, you managed to, to snip the wire without setting off whatever. Maybe it was just a tripwire, or maybe it was connected to some other device. You don't know. But either way, you're, you're, you can move through here safely. You're pretty confident. Okay, move. Continue. Okay. And then- uh, in the meantime, Peepa, you now do have a reroll. Crossbones heard your plea. Oh. <laughs> ah. Thank you, Crossbones. Awesome, right. thank you. Now, now uh, Bartimus will begin discussing. Okay, now everyone, keep in mind, uh, this is him stealthing. Says, uh, keep in mind that goblins, they can be an ornery bunch, but they are very uh, 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 frightened of some of the some uh, groups of people. So be careful as we go to, and Bartimus just kind of is just going on and not really getting the idea of stealth. Mm-hmm. Sure. Bar- he's Bartimus-splaining. He's Bart-s- Bart-splaining. Yeah. Uh, so who is in the front here? Oops. Uh, and Bart then I'm, I'm behind Oopsie. Okay. You could walk two abreast if you wanted to. Okay, yeah. You, then I'm, so, I'm side by side with it. Side by side with Oopsie. Okay. Followed by Rias and... Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll go I'll go in the middle of the pack. Okay. I'll go towards the end. I'm stretching okay. all around with my keen perception. Okay, sure. then I'll go with Rias. Sure. Uh, it is... Oopsie and Trevor. Trevor, who get up into the room, and I would like everybody to roll initiative. Oh, oh. no! Oopsie's still stealthed. No, that's a good initiative. Can I roll stealth initiative, Jim? Yes, you can. Not, that's yes. not good. I mean, yeah, never mind. It's fine. Okay. That's a six for Trevor. A natural one. Uh oh. Should I use my stealth skill? I said that's what I was doing, even though I'm poor at it. Or should I use I mean, my perception? You, you can, but I mean, you also mentioned specifically that you were talking a lot as you were moving, so I don't know how you could be stealthy. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand how it could work for you. But. Well, then it's a it's a twelve. Okay. Uh, Twenty six. Oh, Oopsie okay. stealth is good. Uh, Trevor, what did you say yours was? Oh, six. Six. Peepa? 27. Ooh, nice. Peepa always with just like a thousand. My initiative is 100 million. <laughs> well, to be fair, uh, I really Oh, yeah? Well, mine's a 24. Okay. All right. Good to know. I am going last. Okay. Um, it is actually Peepa and Oopsie. Okay. And Rias, you all like hear 
this mumbled chanting as Oops, oh, no, you no. are stepping into the room and you look around and you don't see anybody, but you know that like something's in here and it's do it saying something and it sounds arcane in nature. Uh, you can take actions, uh, but Pipa is technically first. Uh, yeah, since you just said, Ar- oh, I don't have Arcana. Can I, uh, can I do any type of knowledge on that or just Arcana? Uh, these are, yeah, it would be Arcane. Okay. Nope, um, no, sorry. These are, these are primal. So you could make a, a nature chat. Okay. And then I'm also, my count, just remember that I have counter performance in case, uh, something triggers auditory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Just in case. So I'm sorry, you said uh, survival? Uh, nature. Nature. Okay. Uh, 14 plus 6. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, you recognize this as a primal spell chant oh. uh, designed to coat the area in a layer of slick grease. Oh, oh. I would say everyone hold your ground. There's about to be grease. <laughs> and then I start singing. Singing okay. Inspiring Courage. Courage. You begin to sing to inspire courage. So you recalled knowledge, you sing, you do have one action left if you'd like to take it. No, it's okay. I'll just stay right where I'm at and start singing. Staying right where you are and singing. Oopsie. What do you do? How wide, big is this room? Like how... Uh, it, it's it's not... It, I mean, I mean, 30 like, feet like across. 20 feet to, to a wall. Like Yeah. Okay. Um, first action, I'd like to get my bag of sand out of okay. my pack. Okay. Second action, I'd like to open the sand and just kind of spin in an arc in front of me. From okay. And out, trying to essentially do like a, a, a glitter dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. Uh, cool. You spray sand everywhere. A lot of it gets on Trevor and Pipa and Rias <laughs> who, are, who are near you, but none of the other spaces, like, like it doesn't settle on a creature or anything. Okay. Um, and then third action, I will... Uh, raise shield. Raise your shield. Uh, Rias, you take a face full of sand. <laughs> Everybody's so mad at Rias. People warns tonight. you that, that a greasy spell is coming. Okay. Um, <clears throat> ah, geez. Um, I'll walk up to... Um, where do you go? Uh, not Pipa. Oopsie. Uh, guidance on Oopsie. Okay. Um... And oh, can I? Oh, yeah. And then uh, Riz just tilts his head back, and he like he opens his mouth, and then when he opens his eyes, his uh, his eyes are emanating that really uh, icy blue color. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna cast Bane. Oh, Bane. Okay. Uh, There's current currently no enemies in the radius of that spell. However, keep in mind uh, for as long as you concentrate on it, uh, if any enemies do come into range. We'll have that issue. It is now my turn. And that horrible chanting comes to a crescendo. And I believe that old Trevor, Oopsie, Pipa, and Rias all clumped up into a nice little patch for me to uh, to get them all. So I'm going to need a reflex save. 
from each of you. Oh. Come on, that dice, don't fail me now. Dragon thing logo. Okay. Twenty nine. Uh, I'm going to use my edge and make it an eighteen. Okay. I'm gonna use my edge too. I'll make mine a seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Hey, Jim, what's the exact opposite of a dragon and things logo? Oh. <laughs> uh, so we got That's, that. Would be critical role. <laughs> got him Trevor you braced yourself you were ready for this this grease like bubbles up underneath your feet and you almost fall but you, you keep yourself level uh, you barely make it Oh, oopsie you easily just sort of like bend your knees a little hunker down you're fine no problems oopsie winks at Peepa Peepa then falls flat on her leafy butt. Oh. And Rias falls on top of her. Oh no! Oh, as no. they both slip horribly and fall down. Um, at that moment, from above you guys, on the wall, almost walking along it, like it were just the floor. Like this creature is like walking on the wall as though it were regular ground and it scampers down uh, and and onto the ceiling of the tunnel back towards uh, Bartimus. It gets to where it's now right over. It's standing on the ceiling just above uh, Pipa and Rias at the end of its move. Uh, the spell was two actions. The move was one action. Uh, so, Bartimus, you see this creature, mm-hmm. and it is this horrible, three-eyed, hunched figure covered in a cloak of black hair. Um, and it is scampering along with its clawed little hands, uh, and it's and it's mumbling uh, to itself as it moves, and it looks like it's just going to try to like get away. What do you do? Oh well, I I don't want it to get away. Come come back here, little critter. Uh, and I want to hit it. I say, oh no, hold on now. Here just a moment. And I throw a tanglefoot bag at it. <laughs> All right, tell me about the tanglefoot bag. The tanglefoot bag splashes against this creature because I obviously hit it. There's no need to roll for it. And uh, what will happen is it will become stuck in place on a critical. Otherwise, it will merely suffer uh, a negative 10 to its movement speed. All right. Uh, well, you do have to roll. Regardless. No, I don't think that's correct. I think that I was correct with the first assumption. We'll roll one. Here we go. Oh, boy. Well, dear me, that is an 18 on the die. Mm. And then I believe I add something to it, but who knows? I'm not sure. Ranged attack, so whatever. I don't know what that is. Who knows what it could be? I I don't uh, Hang on. We're all figuring it out together. We're all in this. We all play the game. This is something I've done for years. Clearly very gifted at it. I don't know how to use Hero Lab. You're probably a fine program, but I don't know. What yeah. 24. 24. It's a success. Uh, the the foot bag splatters gooing up this creature and reducing its speed by, you said, 10 feet? Yes. Okay. And uh, then, is it... for my next action, 
Okay. Which I have another. Do I not? Yes, yes you do. You said you this do. is a smaller tunnel, yes? Uh, this one is actually pretty big overall. It's not like the tiny tunnel that you were crawling through before. Oh, well, how unfortunate. How, how much higher is that thing than me? I mean, I don't know. You, you could touch it if that's what you're asking. Great, I'm going to grab it. Okay. You're going to try to grapple it. You need to make an attack roll or an athletics check. However, because your first attack, your first action was an attack action, this will take the minus five penalty. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm gonna. I just need a sample of it. That's all. Okay. Here we go. That's unfortunate. Maybe I could reroll that if I had a reroll, but I do not. Maybe you uh, can reroll. I think it's a two. Probably. Uh, <laughs> you fail miserably. Uh, you go rushing up and trying to grab at it, and uh, oh, it's a four. It's a four. Don't let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm not <laughs> excited about this. You still fail horribly, um, and that's the important thing to remember. Now, was that all of my actions? Uh, is it two actions to do the Tanglefoot thing? I don't know. You, you I don't know how to play this game. I'm sure uh, it is. That seems like it would be three actions then. Uh, it, would, which, it was quick alchemy, so I don't know. Okay. Swiftly mix it up. You create a single alchemy, go out and lower. This item is infused. One I believe it's one action infused. to mix, one action. one action to throw. Well, that yeah. sounds just stupid. But all right. <laughs> mix, it throw, happens. grab. Uh, we go now to Trevor Stone Rage's turn. Uh, how far is this creature away from me? Uh, not too far with your nine-foot sword. You could make an attack. So the ground beneath your feet sure is slippery. Oh, I'm oh. going to get so mad right now. Uh, so he's going to go into a rage. Okay. And then he is going to swing down this nine-foot great sword, okay. hopefully splitting it in twain. Please oh, swing yeah. it up. Don't swing it down. He's that not below Pipa. Henry is. We're both underneath. <laughs> I'll stab at it then. Stab okay. up. Make an attack. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Dirty 20 is a hit. Sweet. Take my D12. That's an eight on the die plus nine. That is 17 damage. Ooh, Good Lord. Okay. Uh, um, he's level one. Yeah, barbarians hit hard. I'm, I'm going to hit it again. Sure. Minus five to the attack. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, that is a 15 plus six minus five. Uh, so 21 minus five. Six, 16? 16 is a miss. This thing is wilier than that. Uh, you try to slash it again and it dodges aside. I don't get any pluses for raging to hit, right? No, just to your damage and to your hit points. Okay. okay. I, I guess... Uh... Keep swinging, Trevor! You're doing a fantastic <laughs> job! Uh, I, uh, yeah, that's all I... Yep, thanks. Uh, that's Yeah, that's three mo or actions. Uh, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, after Trevor, it is Peepa's turn. You are flat oh, on your back with, with Rius on top of you. Oh, uh, can I push Rius to get up? Yeah, you can push him off of you. Make a, yeah. uh, make a acrobatic, or sorry, athletics check. 
Oh, I'm at a negative one. We're going to re-roll. Thank you, Crossbones. <laughs> the same exact number. Great. So it's a seven. Seven. Yeah, I mean, you just don't have the... You're trying to get it. You're just too big. Oh, man. You can keep using actions to try. Oh, if yeah? you would like. Let yeah. me try one more time then. Sure. That'll be my third time. Or... It'll be your second time. How is it possible to roll eight three times in a row? Wow. (laughs) You got one more action. (laughs) Try it again, people. I believe in you. Philip, go help her. (laughs) I lost my time. There it is. Okay, here we go. Philip's over there trying to pull on her sleeve. No, that's even worse. That's a five. (laughs) A five. Yeah, you are. You just struggling. I'm just spitting out the grease. Get up. This this big lizard is too heavy. (laughs) Get up. Ground is too slippery. The air is too stinky. Um, it's not working. Oh, I hope I'm not eating poo, like sludge. <laughs> Look at all this poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people poop in the face. Not my poop. Okay, my turn is done. I can't sing, guys. Your Sorry. turn is done. Oopsie, it's your turn. Thanks, Cross. This thing is still hanging it kind of in the hallway, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's basically right. It's adjacent to you, but up above you. <laughs> Uh, I want to first action. I want to just stare it in its weird eyes and just go, no, uh, intimidate it. Okay. Make an intimidation attempt. I'm gonna. Woo. Not great. Uh, but I do have that guidance on me. So, (laughs) um, give me a 12. 12, it does not seem like you are like, no, and it looks back at you and it's like, nasty. Oh. <laughs> uh, am I able to hit it with a short sword? Oh, with a short sword? No. If you had your glaive, you probably could. Okay, second action, I'll drop the short sword. Okay. And pull the That's blade. free. Oh, okay. You drop it, uh, it lands through Rias, pinning him <laughs> to Oopsie, <laughs> killing Rias. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, <laughs> pull the glaive, second action, and then swing okay. once. Short. Third. Swing, swing, swing. Um, that's a d12. I should use the d20. At 14 on the die, plus 5, 19. 19 is a hit. Nice. Then you do 1d8, plus 1 slashing damage. I should keep it there for a total of eight damage. Eight points of damage. You note that its hide seems to be especially tough. You deal just a little bit less damage than you thought you did. I want to share that information. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, Rias, you are on top of Pipa. She's uh. been trying to push you off of her, but <laughs> unsuccessfully. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stand up. Okay, you do. That's that's not too hard. Do I do I need another reflex because of the, uh, the ground? Bu, 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 bu. Yes, you actually yeah. do. Okay. Reflex or acrobatics. Do not fail. Oh, uh, let's do a reflex. I mean, that's a little bit better than acrobatics. Uh, it's a dirty twenty to stand up. Okay, yeah, you stand up on your feet. Cool. Um, am I able to reach up and touch this thing? Yes, as a medium-sized creature, you could reach up and, and get Sweet. it. Sweet. I'm going to reach up and touch it, and, you, and as I'm reaching, you just see you know those, those fingernails, that black energy ball start creaming up through, and I'm going to touch it, and I'm going to cast Harm on it. 
Harm. Harm. Uh, yeah. Uh, basic fortitude save, Jimbo. Fortitude save. Uh, that is a total of 15. Uh, 15, 15 is a failure, Jim. Ooh. Uh, so you're gonna take three whole points of nice. negative energy. Nice. I do believe that you had cast Bane earlier. Are you maintaining Bane? Or uh, yeah, uh, yes, yes. And yeah. I believe it. So how many actions did, did harm cost you? Uh, harm, because it's a touch spell, it's only one action. Okay, good. So you would have to use your third action to maintain that spell. However, I believe I have to, I'm now you, in the range of it. Yeah, uh, now that you are in range, because I'm standing up, uh, uh, will save. Will. <laughs> Oh, no, that's no good. Uh, I don't think that's going to do it because that is an eight. <laughs> oh, cool. So you get a minus one uh, penalty status to attack rolls as long as you are in that area. Remember, Jim, you have a plus. You do have a plus one. You also have a reroll. I do have a reroll. I do have a reroll. I'm about to probably use that reroll. I know exactly what I want to do with it. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I know exactly what I'm going to do with it because it's my turn. Uh, it is going to start scampering forward, trying to get away from all of you, but it realizes it's moving much slower. Uh, and while it's walking on the ceiling, it seems to also not be able to move as quickly as it could if it were perhaps on the ground. So it just scampers forward 10 feet with one move action, putting it just behind Bartimus, noting that it is just isn't it just isn't getting anywhere fast. It's actually just going to drop down to the ground as a free action. And then it is going to reach out uh, with its remaining two actions. Uh, it is going to charge up its clawed hands with crackling electricity and try to grab Bartimus oh. around the waist. Well, I do not want to be friends, little hairy goblin. <laughs> Jim, I'm going to use my sink on your successful roll because I know that you're going to re-roll if you it can't. is not successful. You can't just pick which roll. Oh, yes, I can. <laughs> I just did. I'm the GM now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, the first one would hit armor class 15. I think little Bottomus may have just avoided that. I don't know where things are in Hero Land. Uh, middle, middle row. There it is. Oh, no, I'm fine. I'm totally, I'm okay. I'm great. Excellent. So then I guess I will re-roll that. Well, now you'll take a sink on this yes, one. I'll, I will sink because you're a disgusting cheater. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, ooh, that's pretty good, though. Uh, let me see what my spell attack is. Yeah. Um, 27. Oh, oh dear um, me. Uh, point, point of order, Jim. Yes? What if the weight of its sins were visited upon it right He's now. not adjacent to you. Uh, How far does it reach? Adjacent. Okay. My foe just has to be hit. Or, uh, my ally needs to be hit within 15 feet of me. Now well, that, I will I will I will not completely negate my crit by by having it deal no damage. So. But now hang on, hang on. You did not crit me because I sunk you. So you are merely succeeded in hitting me. 27 is a uh, a regular success? Is a regular success. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm still going to deal damage. Regardless <laughs> of regardless of Oopsie's horrifically bullshit ability so that you're gonna, I banned <laughs> from all future characters. <laughs> you're going to negate four of that, uh, Rady, and 
the creature is now stupefied too. Ooh, that sounds wonderful. Interesting. You're still gonna have to take some of the damage. That sounded like Legend of Zelda. I don't think you were successful in anything. Stop. What, What kind of armor do you have on? That's actually a really important question. Oh, great. Yeah, let me figure that one out. <laughs> I have on uh, batches of infused reagent. <laughs> <laughs> I have on a chain shirt. Metal armor will <laughs> be a plus no. one circumstance bonus to the attack roll, making my total a 28. Well, that's all right. You didn't realize you had a plus one with an edge before anyways that you could have used. Oh, no. I didn't it's want to okay. take away your sink with an edge. No, it's okay. It's fine. Barnabas is just here for the for the adventure of it. Oh, no. He might not be here much longer, though. <laughs> so, instead of 12 damage, you take um, 25 points of damage, minus ah. 4. Minus 4 is 21 points of damage, and you're going to take 1d4 points of persistent electricity damage. What? Ow! That doesn't seem fun. Uh, and that was my remaining two actions. Minus my rear rip. We already took that off there. So that uh, we will go to Bartimus's turn. Uh... <laughs> Ow, this goblin is mean. It's shocking how mean this goblin is. <laughs> and I will say, no, no, goblin. And I, I'm going to throw a, a, a fire at it. Okay, <laughs> just fire. <laughs> Quick, I'll come out and say, no, no, goblin, that hurt. You get back, and I throw some fire at it. Okay, so you mix up some alchemist fire and chuck it down at the creature that's right in front of you. Uh, right here, shabam! <laughs> roll an attack roll. <laughs> get back, you little creature. Oh, dearie, that's a 19 on the die. Uh-oh. That feels good. That's a 25 total. Uh, 25 is a success. But would a 26 be a critical success? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not allowing you to cheat with your dumb bonuses. <laughs> I don't have any bonuses. Oh, you're right. Rius, you don't. But Rius does. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. It's the D4. D1, uh, here we go. 1D8 fire. Yep. 1d8 fire, here we go, coming right up. Oh dear me, it's it's fell on the ground. I'm being nasty today. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hold on, here we go. <laughs> ah, two. That's two. it. What? <laughs> Yeah, it's two points of fire damage plus one persistent fire plus one fire splash, which I suppose I take. I don't know. (laughs) Yes, you are in the splash (laughs) radius of your own bomb. No, I use my thingamajig, you know, the whatever I I have. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Bombs no longer cause splash damage. I'm fine. It's cool. (laughs) What's happening? Okay, so that's two actions so far. <laughs> you have a third action. I'm gonna say, no, no, I don't like you. 
you're terrible and I'm just gonna punch it. <laughs> okay. Make it. Make an attack roll. This is uh, at the minus four because uh, unarmed attacks are always agile, so at a minus four penalty. That, where are you going? Oh, that well, that's a three on the die. So that is a five. <laughs> your punch is feeble and ineffective. Uh, at the end of your turn, you need to make a DC 15 flat check against the persistent damage. Uh, this will be fine, I'm sure. Natural 20. <laughs> hey, very nice. You take one point of electricity damage, but then the charge seems to subside. And you will no longer take persistent damage after this. Okay. Ow, everyone. Philip, uh, could I get my forehead dabbed a little bit? <laughs> Philip takes a little cloth and dabs my forehead. Uh, uh, last thing before I'm done, Jim. Uh-huh. Before, before I... Before I'm so I, glad we're still on this turn. <laughs> before, I, before I relinquish my turn and open up the floor to everyone else, I would like to point out that I have no clue what I'm doing. We are but well specifically, <laughs> but specifically I have no idea why an alchemist has a familiar. I love Philip Dealey, but he is worth I don't know why you took the familiar... I don't understand anything that's happening. <laughs> it is Trevor Stone Mage's turn. Uh, I want to move within range to attack him. I'm gonna have sure. to reflex. You can move. Yeah, you're gonna have to, to because you're moving through the grease. You are gonna have to make an, uh, an acrobatics or reflex save. Oh, I will definitely do acrobatics. Do do. Actually, I just realized they're the same. Uh, the oh my god, a 17. 17. Uh, I'm afraid you just barely slip. Uh, you try to you try to move through this this greasy floor and fall flat on your butt. Join me. I am going to try to get up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a that's a nineteen. Yeah, success, success. You've done it. Um, <clears throat> he's not in range to hit, is he? No, no. If anybody would like to come up and help me, I have been <laughs> electrocuted. Uh, and you said I will say this. You could, you can crawl. Uh, that's it's only five feet of movement, but it'll you don't. There's no check for it. Oh. Six seconds. It, it's it is a, substantial. You said and it's, everywhere. <laughs> it's a free action to drop my weapon. Yes. Uh, but it's an action to pull another weapon out. Correct. It is. Oh my lord. <laughs> just crawl. Yeah, just crawl. I I'm gonna crawl out of okay. this grease. You just start crawling towards this creature. Uh, um, I'm I'm coming, bottomus. <laughs> it is uh, a substantial pain. Peepa, there is no longer a Rius on top of you. I'm trying again to get up. All right, you get up. Well, let's uh, see. Uh, hmm. 
11? No, you're not able to. You just can't get your little leafy feet under you. Okay. Is you you see, you I look know. over and you see Trevor is just crawling and you realize maybe that's, maybe that's the best course. Am I able to like get on all fours about to crawl and cast something? Stick my arm out can, and cast you something? You can cast something. Yeah. What do you okay. Mean? I'm going to use one of my new spells I learned as a Ooh. level three. Oh. I'm going to cast tele, uh, telekinetic maneuver on this Creature. Ah, okay. Um, at, at the range of 60 feet, one creature with a rush telekinetic power, you move a foe or something they carry. You can attempt to disarm, shove, or trip the target using a spell attack roll instead of an athletics check. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Get me. Right. What are you doing to it? I'm going to uh, make it fall prone. Trip it, okay. Trip it, yes. Well, I rolled a one on the die. <laughs> No, you reach it. You're like, you get on your hands and knees. You're like, I've got it. And you just release this, like, yeah, you just, you just like slide back down onto your leafy face. Uh, Your telekinetic blast goes wild. I am still staring down the phone. All over my face and I can't see. This is awful. (laughs) Uh, Was that a two action spell? Yes, Chad. Okay, <laughs> so it is Oopsie's turn. <laughs> okay, it is Oopsie's turn. I need to move to get to it, correct? Yes. That yeah. was fun. Um, now I saved against the grease the first round. It, but moving through it requires moving an additional it. check. Yeah. Okay. Um, that is what I'm going to have to do. Okay. <sighs> so we're like after here, reflex save. Reflex or acrobatics, it's your choice. Uh, well, my reflex is a plus eight, my acrobatics is plus four. So, ah. I'm a reflex. Reflex away. And the die says 18. 18, that's barely, you're wobbly, but you make <laughs> it barely uh, over to Bartimus with this creature is just sitting there in front of him. Well, now well, hello, my happy friend. Oopsie, oopsie drive. I'm gonna I'm gonna lower the glaive down onto this thing. Okay. We're gonna see what happens. Hopefully something real cool. Uh mathing 17. 17. Uh that is a success. Oh. That is a total of nine slashing damage. And the glaive comes down, cutting deep into this creature as it looks like it was about to like claw and bite at Bartimus. And the glaive just comes in and crushes it in the side, piercing deep into its flesh. It lets out a gurgling cry. It looks at you and spits something at you in, in some language. Um, what languages do you speak? Uh, common and goblin. Yeah, you don't know what it says to you, but it says something and then just like I shudders and dies. Gnome and jaunty. What is gnome the language? Is it Sylvan? Nope, not Sylvan. I speak Sylvan, Jotun, Elvin, Dwarven, Draconic, yeah. Common, and Bottomus. <laughs> None of those languages. Common. Nope. None of you understand Spanish. its word. It's, it's dying Spanish. words. It's not Spanish, Spanish either. <laughs> uh, whatever its dying words were are in some language none of you understand. Oh, man. But it is dead. I just want to look at this thing. Uh, what is it? Can someone lift me up, please? 
Bartimus. She starts to like sob because she's covered in blood from Bartimus and now covered in poo. <laughs> I just put my <laughs> hands up and blood. like a child. Well, does that grease disappear now? Eventually, yeah. I mean, after after a minute or so, the grease would disappear. Up, you guys sort of are able to move about more, more. I'm gonna cast soothe on um, on Bartimus. Uh, no, 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 no. Thank you. Please, please do not do that. We have a case to solve. We have a case to solve, my dear. Look at look at these claw marks on me. These, I bet, will match up to the body. We have found our killer. Can I? Can I goblin lore or nature check this creature? Nature check. Uh, anybody who wants to try to identify yes. what it is that you are looking at. Uh, uh, do, does gladiator lore do anything? No. Oh, no, it doesn't. Nature. Am I right that these claw marks would line up to the same type of claw marks that were on his arms? Uh, make a medicine check. 18. I got check. an eight. Okay. Um, yes. Oopsie. For some reason, you happen to know all about these creatures known as Nuglubs. Nuglugs? Nuglubs are a nasty, vicious type of gremlin. Mm. Gremlins always do nasty, horrible things. But the Nuglub, on top of being a little beefier and tougher and more magically inclined than some of the lesser gremlins, uh, also has a penchant for setting nasty, wicked little traps. Um, it likes to strike at creatures when they're unaware, and when it does so, uh, it seems to know just where to cut to deal the most damage. Uh. They also are very adept at striking and knocking down creatures that are trying to get away from them. Uh, oh they, they quickly lash out, knocking down anybody that tries to move away from them when they, are, when they have their, their sights set on them. Uh, is Nuglug. Nuglug knew it. Oh, yes, a Nuglug. Jim, uh, 21 on my medicine check. Uh, it does seem that uh, the claws this creature has would be able to make some pretty nasty wounds. Uh, and if somebody, uh, you note that both the, it, it's, it's clawed little feet too could have made the little gouges in the wood floor. In the wood, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So we could either drag the body and show them, or, and that way I can heal you, or you can stay all bloody and you can tell them yourself. Oh, I think that we are heroes, my dear, and people need to see that heroes, while they can be wounded, they can stand strong in the face of adversity, and that we are here to prove facts, and sometimes you must suffer some to prove what is right, and it is not right that that poor woman is being held. That goblin should be freed, and we will free her when we take this little nug-lug thing up there. They see the wounds on me and the nug-lug, and every piece of evidence we have found, we will prove justice today. Does the grease work, too? And the blood? And I just show my leaves. <laughs> well, that'll be part of the evidence, yes. Okay. Uh... Oops, he just reaches down and kind of shoulders this guy, this little guy. Okay. Uh, Nuglug was w- which knowledge, Jim, by the way? Nature. Nature. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. I wouldn't know about it. Okay, cool. Uh, do you eventually kind of fill us in on any of that, Jared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, through Oopsie's broken speech. Yeah. Ah, yeah. okay. 
Yeah, and then yeah, yeah and then I feel like I, on our way backwards. I think we found our killer, everyone. Okay. So you drag the horrible little gremlin's body up to the surface um, and take it back to HEI headquarters and begin making your report, uh, noting that this horrible little creature uh, is, in fact, the real killer. After submitting your report, um, you are all paid. For, for your services and the danger you've put yourself in, you all get five. Each of you gets five gold pieces. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you spend the next couple of weeks uh, sort of watching the news and, and, and wondering if, uh, if, your, if your report has, has vindicated your client, and sure enough, uh, after, at the conclusion of the trial, um, the court, the Royal Court of Thaspir has no choice in light of the report submitted by licensed heroes to note that Patricia uh, is in fact innocent of the crime of murder. Though her father was murdered, it must have been this horrible little gremlin. Shortly after that, um, uh, it's Patricia actually comes to to see all of you uh, at HEI, and she brings with her uh, a couple of gifts. She brings a, a jar, a, a fresh barrel of Pops pickles for for the whole crew, um, <laughs> uh, and and you know she thanks you profusely for working so hard to help her. Um, and she says, you know, it's it's just. It's so awful to think that that horrible little creature got into our home and and uh, by all accounts we seem to have been living there and uh, it's just it's it's crazy to think that that something like that could be happening in, in your own home. I I hadn't really been staying with my father but for a few weeks I was trying to talk him out of selling the 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 company he had he had wanted to sell and I had wanted him to allow me to take over. Um, I certainly never wanted that to happen like this, you know. I, um, you know, unfortunately, he he passed before before the deal could be finalized. So I inherited the company myself, and I guess in a in a sort of a horrible, twisted way, I ended up getting exactly what I wanted. But it just it feels feels like a hollow victory. Nonetheless, I want to thank you for bringing my father's murderer. To, to justice. So thank you. Of, um, yeah, and he punched in all your doors. It was weird. But Bartimus might know, maybe confirm, but oopsie think that thing living in attic. Yes, it's it seems to be. Um that was actually my mother's old room. Um she passed away some time ago and she had grown very estranged from my father growing very, very sick towards the end, spending all of her time up in the attic where she, she just she lived there completely isolated. Nobody had been in there for, for years. That's why even my father wouldn't go up there. So I guess just never noticed that thing staying in her place. Well, so now, strange. Wait, where did your mother pass? Well, she passed in the room and eventually... I mean, they, they, once she was buried, they, my father never went back up there again. This was some years ago. 
Mm. Uh, I don't know anything about Nuglugs. Oh, crap. Yeah, I know. Uh, would, would Oopsie know that uh, Nuglugs um, were like humans before? No, there's, there's, no, gremlins are their own thing. They're fake oh, okay, creatures okay. that, that, that exist on their own. Okay. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear about your mother and your father now, but hopefully you'll be at peace. Hey, Jim, is there a sense motive I could roll on her earlier yeah, sure. Perception. talking about the... Yeah, I, I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to ask. Well, I guess mm-hmm. I'm... Uh, the, that's a now. dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay. Oh. 14. Was that Bartimus? Oh, no, it's a, there's a D20 on the ground over there, but it's got a three on it, so I don't uh, think that's going to do anything for anybody. That was a 14. 14. Uh, oopsie, anything? Um, Maybe oopsie thinking. Yeah, 19. What am I adding? Perception. Perception, 23. Okay. Um. Uh, you know, Trevor, when she's, there's something that feels just a, a tiny bit insincere to you about what she's saying. Um, and you can't quite pick out what it is. It's not like, you know, it's, it's just, she just feels fake to you. You don't feel like you really trust her at the end of the day. You're not so sure she is sad that in the end she got the business. Um, so you have no particular reason to believe, you know, she murdered her father or anything. Um, it's just this weird feeling that she just, I don't know, maybe this, this worked out in her favor and it's not that big, not as big of a deal as she's letting on to her. Okay. Oopsie. You see, she reaches into her bag just before she goes, she reaches into her bag and hands, um, Trevor, actually, she, she has these two, uh, silver bells, in her um, mm. in her hand, and she says, "Well, I know that you said that it punched through the doors, but I mean, I, I was—I mean, I was there on the night that my father was murdered. And I, I know, I know that's not really true, but I mean, it, it could have come back. I mean, it did come back. I, it, the it's okay. Um, you know, I, I one last thing before I go. I wanted to to give you these. I." You know, they always brought me good luck, but I think maybe you could use them now. And she passes you these two silver bells, Trevor. And then she leaves. And as she's walking away, you know, you're thinking about gremlins. And you remember an old superstition, Oopsie, that gremlins often are, they believe, that, or people believe, if you want to keep a gremlin away from your home, uh, or something that they might break, you place bells on it. And a lot of gremlins believe that bells are, are cursed and they won't, they won't go into your home or, or break what it is that you have. Um, and, and you're remembering this just as she walks away. And that's all. You have solved the crime. You have... You have uh, exonerated your client and you have been paid for another job well done. Congratulations, oh. heroes. Well, we are heroes. <laughs> we have solved it. That evil, wicked monster was the culprit. 
The evil wicked monster was the culprit, and we will return another time for another adventure. Uh, but that is all we have for tonight. We've actually gone into overtime, adventure overtime. Uh, that was quite an investigation that we pulled earlier, wasn't it, friends? <laughs> uh, hey, Jim. Yes. Can we be level three, too, like the other group? Uh, yeah, I tell you what, those of you uh, who aren't PIPA uh, can go ahead and level up for your next adventure because you have gained enough experience in your time. I'm not PIPA. You're not Peepa. You no. can be level three. <laughs> level two. It's one. okay. I don't know how to play level two, so level three should be. <laughs> it can only get more exciting as Bartimus gains more and more powers and abilities he does not at all understand. <laughs> we will see you. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye, Thank you. Bye, 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 Bye,